Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast you probably thought was dead, the Mild and Lazy Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Andrew. Oh, how do you do this? How do you do this again? I just press buttons and talk. Okay. Well, we've got an episode for you today, believe it or not. Uh, we've got some, uh, it's going to be a skimmed down version. We're just going to get back in the swing of things, get back in the saddle, so to speak. Um, we've got some new stories. Um, we got Mount Rushmore, of course. Can't have an episode without Mount Rushmore. Um, and then anything else big? No? Uh, just the usual. He'll die on. Pick your poison. All right. Just the same shit we always talk about. Right. No Cowboys, no Big Brother yet, though. So No. We got a little bit of sports. We got first place Rangers to talk about. Yeah. And we got a, I don't know how to say that. What are the U.S. playing? CONCACAF? CONCACAF. CONCACAF. CONCACAF Nations League semifinal. I thought it was the finals tomorrow. Oh, finals tomorrow, semifinals on Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talking about the previous game. That's really what we want to talk about. Because it was Mexico. Yeah, and it was the, I, you know, I told, I was talking to my brother about this. Like, I've watched every U.S.-Mexico match since probably 2002. And that may have been the wildest one I've ever. That was the wildest one I've ever seen, and it may be the wildest soccer game I've ever seen. I mean, it ended early before they could finish the extra yeah. time because of their. Well, I know it was because of the change. And I talked to my buddy at work because he's a he's a Hispanic male, <laughs> and he was just saying he was like, you know, that's not really a, a bad slang. He's like, it could mean bitch or it could mean no, this. No, and I was like, ah, I think they mean it in a certain way, and that's why they keep getting yeah. in trouble for it. Yeah, no, don't. And see, that's how that shit perpetuates and fucking keeps going because people excuse it. They'll say it's misinterpreted. Yeah, which, it's culturally misappropriated. Or, or yeah, do they are so dedicated to that homophobic slur that they are willing crazy. to like cut games short? Or didn't yeah. they lose like hosting privileges for something? They had to play like closed door mat- matches a few years back, but something's got to be done. Like FIFA's got to step in. It's got to be it's more really than stupid too. It's just like just it, say something else. It's it's just yeah. It's very sophomoric and yeah. Uh, I, like, I get, like, there's a lot of chance and the energy, but it's like, so we replace that word. Because it's when the goalie kicks it, mm-hmm. you know, clears it, yeah, whatever, right? traditionally, Or yeah. keeper, my bad. Yeah, yeah. When the go. keeper clears it, and it's like, so just say something else. Yeah. You can still do the whole, oh, oh and send it yeah. off. Yeah. That's, we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's sophomore, like you said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, what have you been up to, man? <clears throat> I know we've well apart a while it's, it's been you know i i checked the last i listened to the last episode and we were talking about the divisional round of the nfl playoffs and then we were like all right man we're gonna be back and we're gonna recap the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> and it was we, like technically we still can at, well technically we, that was in the winter and then we went through all spring <laughs> and now we're almost to technically i think it's summertime i know summer doesn't start no, until it's fucking summer it's summer it's i said fuck. once school gets out that's summertime yeah me too i think the same way uh well we took a, a family trip we went to jellystone yeah. and burleson nice. yeah i never even heard of this place but yeah it's a, it's a legit little um summer getaway and then a uh-huh. big water park mm-hmm. and then i mean it's on like i don't even know i couldn't even guesstimate the acres but it's huge you it's know huge, yeah you can rent a golf cart for a day just to drive around did y'all get a cabin or did y'all just go for the day well it's like it's like in, um I guess it was a cabin. Um, well, I call it a cabin, but it's right. It's a three, two bedroom, two bedrooms, a bathroom, and then there was a loft upstairs. But the ceiling at its pinnacle is four feet. Yeah, so the kids really. So could, I didn't go up yeah. there. Did it have a little kitchenette in it so you could cook and stuff? Or it no? had. A, yes, it did. It just didn't have a, an oven or a stove, so yeah. it had a microwave and a coffee maker. And so we brought our crock pot and like made two crock pot meals. So it was like me, my parents, 
uh, my older sister, her husband, and kids, and then my little sister and her boyfriend got a little cabin all to themselves so they could feel, you know, like adults. Sure. And um, but they were, you know, hundred yards away. But man, the place is massive, and mm-hmm. they got they got um, teepees converted like obviously yeah. legit ones that you could sleep yeah. in. They got wagons like you know covered mm-hmm. wagons that you could sleep in. We looked into There's it so a few years to ago to, to do so and, much to do. Yeah, no, it, it looks cool. Can we switch up the the uh, kind of format instead of like you and then me? Because I just want to piggyback since we're talking about family trips. Yeah, go for it. We Memorial Day weekend we went down to Port Aransas. That's nice. So we took the you know we got the long weekend. So we went down Friday night after work. It was me, Lauren Landry, and then her mom. And we met her brother and their kids down there. And then each one of their kids brought a friend. So there was like 12 of us. Uh, but it was cool. Never been out of Port Aransas. Very different vibe from Galveston, which we, we go all the time. We right. love. Yeah. Everybody has golf carts. Yeah, so, golf carts are very prevalent at Jellystone, too. Yeah, all the residents like on that live there have have uh, have golf carts. And then golf cart rentals is like a huge industry down there. Oh. So, um, so yeah, we, we had a golf cart. That's how we got to the beach, the store wherever we went, um, got to take the ferry over, never been on a ferry, Langer's never been on a ferry, um, but it was good, I like it, uh, we couldn't go anywhere to eat, because like, there was 12 of us, and it was Memorial Day weekend, but it worked out, I think we did crawfish boil one night, which I never done that, so that was cool, it's like the crawfish, and Potatoes. And I like everything except the crawfish. <laughs> I'll eat the potatoes and corn, but ah, just See, mud me, bugs. I can't do it. Was, it's a lot of work for and it's a, not a little meat. Yeah. And then the next night we did like burgers and steaks and okay. now shrimp. You got me. And, yeah, now I'm back. Yeah, it was good. So that was a good little trip. And also to piggyback off what you just piggybacked, um, my nephew brought a friend, and I am adamantly against people bringing friends on family trips. Really? Yes, it's not a family member. And that little turd came for free, and I don't know. I just, I just wasn't feeling. It's like a twelve-year-old. You know, what if he paid his way? Would it? Would it? If like he would have mowed enough yards. <laughs> well, what pissed me off is okay. So there's a three bedrooms in that loft I mentioned, and it was those two boys, and then my daughter and her cousin. You know, they're about the same age. Well, they were gonna. They were like, okay, uh, Elizabeth and Harper, y'all are gonna sleep on the couch because the boys are taking those beds up there. I said, you're not kicking my kid out of a bed and putting her on the couch because some kid, you know, just piggybacked off of Gavin's vacation. Yeah. Like, I paid a full price for my kid to have this room and to have a bed. Right. And they just, they were grumpy about it. They were pissed off the whole time, and it kind of put a damper on it. But I was being a dickhead. I was like, I, I paid for my kid to have a bed, and now y'all are going to spring this on me? Well, don't hate me, because with Landry being an only child, I feel like we're going to have to be the family that Landry's always got a buddy around because he has no siblings. Well, that's different, but we had there was well, kids there. Yeah, we had. What, what are the age gaps though? With with yeah, it's a pretty big okay. age gap. Okay, and we're talking about six year old girls and a twelve year old boy. There you but go. But I'm fucking cool. I played basketball with them. Does Gavin think you're cool? <laughs> I don't want. I don't know if I want to prepare to answer yeah, that question. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, he thinks I'm cool when I give him like football cards. cards yeah, yeah. So you start breaking this down, uh, and <laughs> now you're a little more understanding. Um, but no, I was going to say it's it's understandable when. It's a family vacation. I'm just talking about when it's like all of us. Yeah. But when it's I like gotcha. the Edwards, you know, yeah. you, and, you and Lauren going yeah. out with Landry, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But um, I never got to take a friend on vacation was what I was saying. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm just a bitter old man. No, it was, um, it was, it was kind of cool because the oldest one, she's, I don't 14. She brought her boyfriend. Oh. Really fucking good kid. He was super good with Landry. Mm-hmm. I mean... Put up with them. You know, Landry's a lot. I'd like, still be side-eyeing them, though. 
If it was like Elizabeth bringing to. a boyfriend, I'd be like, no, nope, fuck that. I really wanted to, but the, he was a fucking good kid. I couldn't find any dirt on him. Ah, there was no blemish. Those guys are the worst. He had a fucking jawline for days, fucking surfer hair. I was looking for something to hate. Nothing to hate. Damn. Great kid. Good with my kid. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah, what are you going to do? I guess we'll allow it then. Yeah, we'll allow it. But yeah, it was, it, it, it was a good time. Um, yeah, never been to Port Aransas. Would go back. Oh, yeah. Would go back. Yeah, we were Galveston family growing up too, and then occasional like um, Padre. Mm, yeah, see, we we drove over to um, the second day. They wanted to go to the. I'm not a, like a beach every day guy. Like we went Saturday, and I was like, all right, I've had my fill. So yeah. Sunday well, they woke up and wanted same to go. Thing every day, and I'm like, uh, we'll go get food for dinner. So we and I've never been to Corpus Christi, so we drove all the way to Corpus Christi to HEB over there. So I got to see Corpus Christi a little bit. So yeah. I'm good on the beach. Like, one day I can do it. It was fucking wild. It was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it's very brave of you to go to a beach on Memorial Day It was weekend. not my idea. Not I just I, I want to go places where it's like, here's another thing I don't like is I don't like going on vacation and sharing my vacation with other people. Like, I, I wouldn't want to do a cruise ship because I don't want to be on vacation with a thousand other people. I want to go to, like, a mountain and not see anybody for, like, a week. But that's just me. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to like a beach and like, here's a thousand other people here doing the same thing I'm doing. Well, I want to get away from people when I go on vacation. <laughs> I don't know if you check the prices of private islands lately, but they're insane. So if you want to go to the beach, you're gonna have to share with other people. I don't want to go to the beach. That's what I'm saying. I want to. I want to go. I just want to walk into the wilderness and like find a cabin, find like R.I.P. Ted Kaczynski. I'm about to say, okay, you a bummer, <laughs> calm down, and just find his cabin and be like, this is what we're gonna do for a week. I brought a coffee maker and I'm gonna listen to Libby audiobooks, and then we're gonna. We're gonna bring we're gonna down tie the, these batteries together and yeah, we're gonna some, bring down the social structure of America one bomb yeah, at a time. Worked out well for the last guy. Um, he had a good run. He did. He had a pretty he good did. run. He did until his fucking brother betrayed him. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Brothers are brothers can be weird sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. And then uh, Landry started playing soccer. Yeah, so he's playing indoor. Um, it's a lot getting of, a lot of action with indoor soccer. Yeah, too. yeah, and I don't. I thought that would be a good thing, but it might not be because of his ADHD and like the way his brain is already going a thousand miles an hour. And then you have no stop in the action and you have parents screaming and it's getting better. The first game was rough. He had like five fouls and he boarded a kid into the board face first. Um, Yelled at a kid when he got fouled, got up and screamed in his face. It was rough. It was rough. Like, like I had I to, a good game. I had to create a signal with the coach, who's a 15-year-old girl, which is her little brother's on the team. Oh. She's a soccer player. That's kind of weird that it's a 15-year-old well, girl. Well, just 15-year-old, really. Well, these kids are what they call on the – they're on what, what's called the house team. So you can go and sign up your team. Like if you had a team from outdoor and that they've been together however long, you can go sign that team up as a team. Or you can just go sign up as an individual and you just get placed on a team. And this is the house team with all these random kids. 90% of them never played a sport, much less soccer. Um, and they're playing against well-established teams. So they're just getting crushed. Dude, it's rough. Yeah. It is. That's not fair, though. I mean, you, they got, you get teams now because when we were growing up, it was like, I feel like you might get some some of the same guys, but it wasn't ever the same team carried over 100%, like in Little League Baseball. Right. You, you Unless you were on like a select team, a traveling team, but it's like 
You should just sign up, and yeah. then you get thrown on whatever team. Yeah, thrown on, you would just play together. Unless but now you're it's playing like, Red Oak Pee Wee football, and they would always stack the Hawks at every division. But that's a different story for a different day. Silver Hawks. I was on Silver Hawks. And, and the White Hawks, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's getting progressively better. Today was the third game. The second game, he only had like two fouls. No screaming. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a win. And then today, zero fouls, two assists, and a shot on goal that missed by inches. So I was super proud dad moment. Like when I got a second to myself, like got emotional, like, cause for Landry, it's a big deal because not only is he playing the game, but he's also having to overcome his, you know, autism and, and the ADHD. And for me, you know, you could, cause you can go to a dark place when your kid has that. And you're like, is he ever going to be able to do normal shit? Like every other kid. And then when they do that, it's, a win. It's a big win. Oh, for sure. I so, want to go to a game. Where, where's it at? Here in Waxhatchee. Um, is there a place by, like, Life School off 77? Yeah, if you keep going. You know that little place, like, right there by Starrett where they sell, like, the appliances and stuff? Nope. It's right past Starrett if you're heading toward Red Oak. Starrett Road's like on off your, 35? No, on 77. It's, like, in an old warehouse. It's called Indoor Soccer Spot. Oh, well, that makes sense. But he's got a game on Tuesday at 6 and then a game on Saturday I don't know when it is, but he's got to get one on Tuesday. Come to the game. Yeah, they switched my fucking off day. They took my Monday away. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I got Tuesdays now. That sucks. So you're off Sunday, go to work for one day, and then, oh, that sucks. It does suck. Yeah, it does suck. It has advantages, though. So, like, this weekend, you know, it's Juneteenth on Monday. Mm -hmm. Oh. And so I would get a three-day weekend, except that they asked me to work on Tuesday. But I get an overtime day. But anyways, normally I would get, you know, I would stack three days in a row like that by doing it. Um, Let's see. What else Claire sold that car finally, dude. I, I, I thought game. they were gone because the house was quiet and I didn't see her car up front. <laughs> you know, she parks the other Honda on the side, but yeah, it made all the sense in the world. Like I told her, you would make. She made eleven thousand off of it. She kept it all, and I gave her my other car, my my Honda CRV, and I'm like, you can have that car, and I'll still, I I, I probably have like another year of payments on it. I was like, I'll make all the payments. Yeah. You just get a free car and eleven thousand dollars, and finally she did it. The so. things we do for love. Yeah, I'm such a smart guy. Um, mother or Owen started his Mother's Day out. It's like a little daycare. Yeah, at that, same at thing that Ellie did, right? There. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing good though. We sent him. They sent pic. They sent pictures all the time, and he's just having the best days. Like That's hanging awesome. out with the other kids. And lastly, um, got two cats now. I never thought I'd have an orange cat. Now we have two orange cats or a tabby cat. Yeah, that one. Clawed my dick when I walked in. Dude, Toby is a maniac. He's such a, like, just out of prison, like, still in that mentality. Because he was a feral cat that <laughs> my just, like, mother-in-law. food and shit. Yeah, dude, look what happened to me. Look at that cut. Mm-mm. It's, it's like the most awkward. So it's right on my thumb. When I open it, it just yeah, reopens every time. it reopens time. every time. Yeah. That was from yesterday because I went to pet him, and he just immediately, like, fucking slashed me and ran away like like a prison yard. Like it was a cut and run. So what? what's up with the other cat? Is he, he cool? Oh, you'll see him. Cool? Oh, yeah, it's a boy. Um, He's he's a baby. Um, we couldn't think of a name. So my mother-in-law was like, his name's Luca, but she thought it was like off of the Disney movie with the little Italian boys that were, <laughs> and you were like, don't I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, and I'm a big Mavericks fan. I was like, I don't want everyone to think I named my cat after Luca, which is cool. But I was like, no, I don't want to do that. So Luca is his middle name. And we went with Sonny S O N N Y. Okay. Which I don't know. just, just fit. We, we had a 50 different names we were going through. And then we finally, like, we just, Came up with Sonny and kind of stuck. So Toby and Sonny, two cats, nice. two dogs, two kids, and one bathroom. It's a crowded house. Yeah. Well, 
speaking of new animals, uh, since last time we recorded, I've gotten two new um, animals. I lost Ziggy back in early January. My 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 faithful companion, my pug. And then four days later, Wednesday died, which is super weird. A vet. That was straight broken heart. Vet just yeah chalked it up to like broken heart. Uh, and then I was like, ah, fuck dogs. And then a little bit later, I was like, <laughs> uh, I'll get another dog. And then I was like, yeah, I'll get another dog, but never a pug. And then I've gotten two pugs since. <laughs> so we got beans and biscuit. And I think they fucking share one brain cell between each other. So when one of them's doing something dumb, I'm like, oh, does he got the brain? Yeah, he got the he got the brain cell now. Are you? Because that why you're fucking up right now? Because the other one's got the brain cell. They just look at me like, Ooh, I don't but know. They're like they're like pretty very close in age, right? Like you got yeah. puppies. Yeah, they're both puppies. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, they're gonna get to grow up together. Yeah. So, um, and then our cats have turned into like indoor outdoor cats. So they're not even in the house. Dude, like Toby's a maniac. When I open that door, he bolts out the door, and he'll be gone, and then. I get home from work and he's sitting on the front porch, like hot, you know, just looking at me. And I'm like, let's go, bud. And he'll just follow me inside. And I'll be like, was he's he outside just, all day? Yeah, just having yeah, adventures. He's, he's just outside all day. He's just doing hood rat shit with his hood rat friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. He'll just come back. Like he's come back a couple of times with like a patch missing, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's out of some shit. Yeah. yeah. But he's still, I mean, he's still a, a young kid, you know, he's not even like probably six or eight months yet. He's just fucking thick boy. Mm-hmm. He's already bigger than Eli ever was. He's a fucking yeah. big cat. Yeah. And they both, you know, all have their claws because I guess we can't do that now, which I guess I understand. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. Apparently, when I, we got Stuart, he had his front ones done already. <sighs> Lucky, but he'll get you those back ones if. Oh if yeah, Eli right. would do that. Eli would flop on his back and start like mm-hmm. going, you know, like Jackrabbit yeah, style. Yeah. But yeah, um, so Jack's the younger one, the our orange one. He's made friends with the neighbors, and they thought for the longest time until we met. Then we met each other that he was just a stray cat. So they were feeding him. So he's eating over there and then coming home and eating. He's, I'm like, he's smart. Yeah. I'm like, no, the cat has a home and he fucking eats. And they're like, oh, well, he's doubling up. I'm like, yeah, it's doubling up. So yeah, they go out during the day and have their adventures and then come back and sleep on, on under the little awning and they're just living the life. And it works out for us because they're out of the house. Yeah. Claire doesn't mind because like I said, Toby's just a maniac. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a weird cat, which we just had like a Hall of Fame cat, you know, yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are these how normal cats are? Because I don't think I'm a cat person. I thought they were, I thought most cats were like chill, like Eli, but maybe he just takes a while. But we got his, we got his, we got him neutered, got him snipped. Yeah, he's still a maniac. Yeah, he may just have to grow out of it. So that's what they keep saying. Yeah, <laughs> he might be a fucking outside cat. We'll yeah. see. Both of mine just. But I will around. say, like, they're not like physical to the to the kids or anything they've yeah. never and like that like what i got from toby is because i kind of came up behind him mm-hmm. and i went to you know i went to pet him but i guess i went like that and then he just jumped up and slashed me so he you know he's never so, like straight up like cornered me and sliced you me you open can't fucking dress cats man i don't think so that's why they term like the the or coined the term cool cat because they're just very so few rare. and far between right there's <laughs> just not that many cool cats all right, we got news. I got news. What's your news? No oh, oh. news story. Come on, we're we're both rusty here. Now do it. There you go. We'll figure it out eventually. I can edit that out. All right, first story. Headline reads: San Francisco is now worse than Afghanistan. 
immigrant store owner says after losing a hundred k to burglars. Berg. That's a weird Eulers. word. Berg. We've gone through burglars. this before. Burglary yeah. and burglars. Burglars. They burgled him. <laughs> uh, a man who immigrated to the United States in the late 1980s opened a store in San Francisco in 2003. Now reportedly says that the Californian city is worse than his home country of Afghanistan. The co-owner of Cigarettes Are Cheaper in San Francisco's Richmond District, who is referred to only as Zaid, I would, I'm guessing, in the report is speaking out after burglars stole <laughs> roughly 80000 in merchandise and 20000 in cash from his store last that's week. Lot, that's a lot of cheap cigarettes for... Yeah. Zaid uh, reportedly claims that a little more than a half dozen thieves... And have you seen these videos where they just, like, mob yeah. rush a store? Well, it's like in California, right? It's like they can't do shit. Or under, they, they, they get told... Under a 1000 Under, like, 990-something. Well, I've seen people like raiding liquor stores or Did you see whatever high dollar there was a designers. There was a Walgreens or CVS in California. Everything on the shelf was priced nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and then when they bring it up, they punch they ring it in and punch in a code and it brings it down to the normal price. So if anybody does steal it, they can be prosecuted. I just seen videos. It's like they don't. It's like they're telling them like don't even fuck like don't even yeah, try to they stop can't, them. Yeah. So people are just stepping back, watching it get ransacked. Yeah. It's unfucking real It is really stupid. Um, Zaid reportedly claims that a little more than a half dozen thieves smashed his store windows last Tuesday and had plenty of time, around 20 minutes, to ransack the store, as they know the police won't do anything. Um, he was quoted as saying, the politicians need to get a grip on this because it's worse than Afghanistan or Iraq. Uh, at least in Afghanistan, the Taliban will cut your hand off, and people are afraid to commit such a crime, Zaid reportedly added. Oh, yeah, we should. I mean, we should meet in the middle. I don't Sharia know. law. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to agree to amputation, but. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, San Francisco PD arrived on the scene around 2.44 a.m. after the burglary. <laughs> gotcha after again. the robbery. <laughs> there you go. The officers observed the windows to the business shattered and items from the business strewn about. Uh, photos of, of the robbery <laughs> apparently made their way to social media where they have received hundreds of thousands of views. Many social media users expressed sympathies and or condolences. Um, so Zaid is, uh, continu continues by saying, we have drugs issue here, we have homeless issue, and on top of these idiots come in here and take whatever they want. The city has gone downhill, especially since the last two years since COVID. I've never seen it worse. People are afraid to come shopping here because they're either going to get robbed or someone will break into their car. He reportedly added that if the city doesn't change, doesn't address these issues, and if things don't change soon, he probably have to close his business. So he immigrated here in two thousand three. He worked that's a, hard. That's a bold time to immigrate here from. <laughs> yeah, from Afghanistan, <laughs> uh, and then he works hard and um, and opens a business and starts his little American dream, whatever that is nowadays. And says, and now he's just gonna have to fucking close it up because there's no consequences for. People ransacking your shit and taking your shit. And I saw I don't I don't remember where, but it was a story about um people breaking into cars in San Francisco and they said they would just they were just smashing the cars in mm -hmm. and looting it so mm -hmm. much that people in San Francisco they were like it was costing so much to replace, you know, like our individual mm -hmm. car windows. They mm -hmm. were like they would just roll their windows down because these people were just smashing and grabbing yeah. all the mm -hmm. time. And they were like, I just got tired of replacing my windows. I would leave my windows down and just leave like, you know, and just let them steal whatever they wanted because at least I wouldn't have to replace a window because they were going to get it one way or another. It's like San Francisco is supposed to be like this beautiful 
vibrant, rich town, but then I've always heard there's just homeless people shitting everywhere. Needles. Yeah, needles, like grab and smash, like you just talked about, yeah. burglaries. <laughs> Glad one of us can say it. Oh, I, um, I don't know about that. So, last little stat from here, because it's just, it's, unf- I can't fathom the, the number. Retailers lost a total of $94.5 billion to shoplifting in 2021. That total is up from 2020's 90.8 billion. Oh my god! To theft. I mean, there's got to be a way to curb that, right? And yeah, I get it. People hate Walmart and and whatever and all these retailers, but wrong is wrong. You know, maybe Walmart. I get it, but <sighs> mom and pop shit like that. Well, fucking... you know, Gavin Dawson always has a saying. If you're gonna steal, steal from the man, not mm-hmm. from a man. A man. Yep. I get I understand that. I agree. Next story. <laughs> New Mexico woman finds cocaine on Sonic Hot Dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Sonic thing. Such a New Mexico thing for some reason. Florida, I when I read the thing, I was like, Oh, that's Florida. Uh, Española, New Mexico. Police in Española said on Thursday that a woman reported finding a bag of white powder and a hot dog she ordered at Sonic. In a court document, officers wrote that Celine Gonzalez got the hot dog on Tuesday at the Sonic on South Riverside, then <laughs> discovered a bag after taking a bite. Police came, claimed testing it and confirmed it, tamed, it contained a gram of cocaine. Golly. So she ate the hot dog on Tuesday and stayed up for three days and then reported <laughs> yeah. it on Friday. Went home and beat the shit out of her husband. <laughs> yeah, right. In the report, officer said Gonzalez spit, the, spit out the bag but didn't say whether she ingested any of the drug. Uh, quote, I think it's pretty scary. We come here to get food for our families, and if a child found it, it could have been pretty bad or deadly, one woman said. Um, Did uh, you hear about that Sonic in Texas? What happened? So there was this, like, 20-year-old guy and, like, a 12-year-old in a car. To, you know Sonic's a drive-in, so yeah. everybody doesn't know. You just pull up, reach out of your car, order. This 20-year-old guy got out to take a piss, just taking a piss. This guy that was working there came out and was telling him, like, dude, you can't just pee here. This 12-year-old got out with an assault rifle and fucking killed the Sonic what employee. What the fuck? Yeah. And t- it was, like, burnt. Not Bernie. Some, some little town in Texas, though. But, yeah, 20-year-old got out to take a piss. Told him not to do it, and a 12-year-old got out with a fucking assault rifle and blasted that dude. Can't tell my daddy, brother. You can't pass on <laughs> my dad, brother. <laughs> take this. But I was like, what the fuck? All he was saying was, don't take a piss here. And this kid, a 12-year-old, comes out with an assault rifle, man, and just blast them away. You want to take guesses on whose cocaine it was? Oh, it's the cook. <laughs> Police said a cook is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> they charged David Zalazar with cocaine possession, which is a felony charge. How did how did somebody must have ratted on David? Because I would have been like, that wasn't mine. No. How are they going to prove it? Nope. Officers said they watched surveillance video from Damn inside it. the Sonic and claimed that God. after making Gonzalez's food, Salazar looked like he was frantically searching for something he lost. <laughs> he knew he oh, fucked I up. I my bag, bro. Yeah, he knew he fucked up. <clears throat> <clears throat> Fucking Sonic, dude. I like Sonic. I like Sonic too. I, I, I get down on okay. Sonic. They have orange Fanta there. It's hard to find like orange soda. We'll, we'll take a pause here because this is very polarizing. I found out my opinion on this. Yeah. But there's a caveat to it. Yeah. Me and Landry have started going to the Burger King in Midlothian because it's like brand new. Dude, Burger King fucking slaps. Burger King has always slapped. I don't I'm People hate. fucking hate. I never Burger understood King, it. Dude. But my caveat is it's got to be newly built. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't go to the one like in Lancaster that's Mm-mm. been there all 35 for 25 years mm-hmm. now. No. That's one I used to always go to, and I was like, I don't I don't think I'm going to go here anymore. Dude, it fucking slaps. And Lauren hates it because she's like, it's that fake. Tr- it's like not fake 
there's fucking it's flame broil. You can see you the can smoke see coming out. Yeah, and you can see it in the kitchen if you just poke your head around. Right, next time, let me ride. We'll we'll take the Odyssey and the three boys. We'll go out there. Dude, and we'll get some, dirt, we'll get dude, a Whopper. Chicken chicken fries. I've never got those. I heard they're delicious. They're good, dude. I've also heard those nacho fries from Taco Bell are extremely good. But that's coming from like drunk people. Yeah, I've never had the nacho fries. I, I, I try to steer away from Taco Bell. That's what I'm saying. It's my brother-in-law and sister-in-law like swear by it. No. And they'll be like, you know, two in the morning, they'll get in a DoorDash delivery. I'm like, no. y'all, must be, y'all, y'all are keeping them in business. If I want fast food Mexican, I'll go to Taco Casa all day. All day. All yeah. damn day. All right. Just Headline. a couple of, <laughs> couple of chunky boys hey, talking gonna, food. Hey, let's pause it. I think they close in 30 minutes. Let's go <laughs> get some tacos, bro. I'm down. Uh, uh, next story. Kids could fill labor shortages even in bars if oh, these wow. lawmakers succeed. This is a terrible headline. <laughs> lawmakers in several states are embracing legislation to let children work in more hazardous occupations for more hours what a terrible school sentence. nights in expanded roles including serving alcohol in bars and restaurants as young as 14 what? Oh, I'll give you I'll give you a guess on which side it is. <laughs> the, the efforts to significantly roll back labor rules are largely led by Republican lawmakers to address worker shortages and, in some cases, run afoul of federal regulations. I bet if you just paid people a little bit more I'm about money, to say, hey, make pay them a living wage, I think they'll go back to work. Hey, I got an idea. Let's just pay people more. Nah, what, what are the fucking kids doing? Yeah. Put the kids hey, in the fucking Unplug work. the Xbox, close that algebra book, Dude, and come make me a cocktail. I get it. Like, Landry, unload the dishwasher, you know, take out the <laughs> trash. But I don't know if I want you slinging drinks down at Joe's. Yeah. You know. It, I've heard they do a lot of, like, meat processing, meat plants, too, because those are, like, which are terrible jobs for children. I mean, that's Dude, a they, shitty job regardless. They get limbs lopped off. What yeah. You we've heard swindle, swindled. Oh yeah, that that one episode about the chicken plant. Yeah, that was kind of recent. Yeah, now, I'll make the joke to Claire because like some days, but Claire can do like easy stuff for her job, like filling glue cups or grout cups. Yeah, and she'll be like, "I'm gonna get you know Elizabeth to help me," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, exploit that child labor, like yeah. do it." But that's like a joke, and Ellie has fun, and then she'll get rewarded with like a honey bun, you know, or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. this is like serving alcohol. Yeah, yeah. When like um, you're not even old enough to get a. Driver's license. Uh, not even a learner's permit. So uh, it says, in Wisconsin, lawmakers are backing a proposal to allow 14-year-olds to serve alcohol in bars and restaurants. Jeez. If it is passed, Wisconsin would have the lowest such limit nationwide, according to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. The Ohio legislature is on track to pass a bill allowing students to, ages 14 and 15 to work until 9 p.m. during the school year with their parents' permission. That seems a little reasonable. Well, and there's certain jobs you can work. Like, I started working right as soon as I turned 16 at the movie theater. But that was a great job, Yeah, like, for a teenager. We passed by that the other day, and Lauren was like, I don't think you pay me to go to that theater now. Why not? It's like two bucks. Safety, I think. <laughs> Come on, dog. Stay there was, track. like, a shooting there, like, a year ago. <laughs> that was, like, the third shooting already. I'm about to say, I think it's fallen off quite a bit since you, you were oh, there. Oh, yeah. It was bad when I went there, but now it's, like, next level. Like, I don't think I'd want to go either. Um, I had great times. That was the greatest job I ever had. Yeah, this is a pretty long article. But, yeah, basically they are they don't want to pay people, so they're just going to underpay kids, young kids. So that's that. Mm, that's that's how they're going to supplement, you know, that the is that instead of paying people. Yeah. All right, so this last one. Um, pretty interesting. I think you'll like this one. Mm-hmm. If it'll load. All right. 
Headline reads, a white supremacist took MDMA for a study, and it snapped him out of his belief. <laughs> I saw that headline. <laughs> Quote, why am I doing this? Hey, that just shows the power of drugs. Dude. A leader in the U.S. white nationalist movement realized he wanted to change his extreme beliefs after he took a, the psychoactive drug MDMA as part of a scientific study. The man, who's referred to only by his first name, Brendan, was enrolled in an MDMA study in February 2020, which investigated whether the drug could increase the pleasantness of the human touch, which, yes. duh. Yeah. According to an adaptation of the book I Feel Love, MDMA and the Quest for Connection in a Fractured World by Rachel Neuer, uh, after the experience, uh, Brendan returned a form to the researchers and wrote, this experience helped me sort out a debilitating personal issue. Google my name. I now know what I need to do. The researchers looked at Brendan and discovered he's a white supremacist who had lost his job after being revealed as the leader of a white nationalist group. Brendan attended the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville in 2017. So he was just... He's, he's about it. He was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had a hood for yeah. sure. Well, he was he was a piece of shit. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a reformed piece of shit. Immediately, they were concerned as to what sorting an issue out might refer to. But when they <laughs> tracked him down, Brendan revealed that he needed to do what he needed to do simply love, as opposed to something more sinister. Man, shout out to drugs for winning the war on drugs. Yeah, yeah dude, they're <laughs> they still fucking just... dog stomping that that. <laughs> I want to know the exact up. number. How much we lost since like. Nixon declared, you know, drugs the number one public enemy. Like, what do you think we're at? How many billions of dollars were put into that? Oh, and now we got white, now we now we get headlines like this. But I was gonna say I've seen studies that show not only like MDMA but like psilocybin mm-hmm. have been tested mm-hmm. with like um like veterans to help mm-hmm. with PTSD and with cancer patients to I... help with them and and uh, like Parkinson's. I mean, there's so much they could do. And psilocybin's natural. Like that's just that's the component in mushrooms. That I've been an advocate for for you know a couple of years now, and it's like they, it comes from the earth, right? They do stuff for anxiety and depression, and yeah, I'm big time. Fucking interested, like Let's I would, go. I would do it. We can, we can do it right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, baby, might be a little longer <laughs> than what I, what I, what I told you. Um, in the case of Brendan, he had recently been exposed as a white supremacist and lost his job when he was enrolled in the study. He was full of regret and about getting uh, about getting called out. 30 minutes after taking the MDMA pill, Brendan questioned, quote, why am I doing this? Why am I thinking this way? And wondered why he had jeopardized our relationships in his life. During his time on the drug, he realized that his life was missing connection. The case suggested that MDMA has the potential to, quote, influences a person's values and priorities, the authors wrote. They hypothesized that if uh, extremist views are fueled by fear, anger, and cognitive biases, they could potentially be treated with drugs. Since since the study, Brendan is trying to make changes for the better. He hired a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant to help him enroll in therapy and began meditating. Oh, Quote, shit. these are the moments when I have racist or anti-Semitic thoughts, definitely, he said. But now I can recognize that those kinds of thought patterns are harming me more than anyone else. So I like to think that when he, like, gets going and sees, like, a news article that gets him worked up, he just takes a hit of MDMA and gets, like, some glow sticks out. <laughs> he just, like, fucking med- He just, like, gets in a zone and a rhythm. He just like- lights two balls and chains on fire and starts <laughs> yeah. fucking just spinning fire. Exactly. He starts spinning fire and he's like, man, what am I doing, like, hating on these people? <laughs> hey. So, yep, that's, uh, that's a news the for the power of drugs, that's man. A, that's the news for the day. All right, what's next? <clears throat> oh, I guess I have the run sheet. Not Rushmore. Mount Rushmore okay. of punchable faces. Okay. This and one was hard for me. Turns out... <laughs> ah, the audio's not up. That's what she said. 
Turns been a, out, been a long time. Turns out maybe while you know I was thinking about punchable faces, I might have been on MDMA because like who do I want to punch in the face? Oh, and then I, I have a list, brother. <sighs> Full hate, man. All right. no, more like animosity, not hate. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. My first one, Farmer Bro, Martin Shkreli. That's a good one. That's Especially a really good one. like not only the thing he did, but like the smug fucking looks he would have in the Congress congressional hearing. I think that was the perfect word to describe him because when I think of him, I think smug. smug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, who's your who's yours? Mine first was um, Warren Jeffs. Mm. That um, Mormon. Paul, Paul, what is it? Paul Namarius? Polygamist. Polygamist. That was like basically raping little children. Yep. And if you just see a picture of him, I feel like that's my number one seed. Like he has the most punchable face. That's mm-hmm. when I came up with this list or when I came up with the topic. <laughs> that's what made you I was think like, of it. Yeah, Warren Jeffs immediately. Fucking hit that guy. Man, I fucking, I would love, I would give a paycheck. I would give up like, yeah, I would give a whole paycheck to punch that guy one time in the face. Can we, can we like, I don't know. Do you have like any of the big hitters like Hitler or? Or those oh, just no. givens. Well, he's dead. I, I don't want to dig up a corpse. Well, you don't, I mean, we don't have to stick the letter of the law. So you're, you're going like back in time? No, no, I, no I, I, I guess I kept. Uh, it's like who could I punch right now? Yeah, you no, line them up. Mine are all living. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Okay, my second one. Yeah, Joe Buck. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> really? that guy. Yeah, he's got. He's smug too. He's got a great head of hair though. He's you gonna, you're gonna ruffle smug. up that hair. Fuck yeah. I'm going to rip it out. You're just saying that because you're such a Troy Aikman fan. And you just want to replace him. I love Troy Aikman. You want to knock out Joe Buck and just sit next to him. No, he's just a Dallas hater. He fucking, every time I see a highlight from any of the Rangers World Series, he's on it. Like, I got to hear that fucking Uh, voice. Yeah, I get that. He does do the World Series game, so, like, it brings up bad memories. Yeah. Oh, also, this is random, but since you brought it up, I saw that David Freeze, Mm -hmm. the one that hit that. Yeah. He just Mm -hmm. declined an invitation to the Cardinals Ring of Honor or Hall of Fame, whatever they call it. Still don't like him. Yeah, I mean, I was actually kind of cool with him because he was like, I don't think I'm worthy. Yeah. Yeah, no. I can respect that. Yeah, I respect it. I don't like him, though. (laughs) Fuck you, David Freeze. I'm punching you, too. Nobody knew who you were. God, that was a triple, too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I still remember that. Yep. All right, let's not. Nelly Cruz is on my list. Oh, yeah. Nelly Cruz is on that list before David Freeze. David Freeze is doing his job. Yeah, fuck that guy. Nelly Cruz is trying to celebrate too early. All right, who's your second one? Um... I'll go with uh, country singer Luke Bryant. Oh, that's a good one. I just every time I see him, he just looks like he just has a resting dumb face. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, again, just want to punch him in the face. That's a good look, one. He just looks like a big dumb idiot. That's a good one. All right, my third one may surprise you. Mm-hmm. Jay Moore, comedian. Mm. That's, you're just picking a lot of smug guys. <laughs> I think you just. I think you just smug, don't like them. Smugness is not a good quality. No, you're right. And he always plays that in movies too. Like he's always like that smart ass. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry Golly. Maguire. Go. Pretty sure yeah. he was in Go. It's like, yeah, yeah. All right, who's your third one? Jared from Subway. <sighs> not only does he look like a. This is who you don't. He has a punchable face, not a stabbable face. Yeah. Well, this is like who would you kill if you had an opportunity? I read some on him the other day. He's not had a good go in prison. As well, he I should. hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, as he should. There was a show about him. It's on HBO now because, you know, HBO merged with Discovery, and it's called, like, something about a monster. Like, Yeah. It was, I mean, you hate to say it was good. but What's crazy know. is, like, I was in Subway. Um, I've been eating a little cleaner here lately, so I've been paying attention to, you know, calories and, and what's in what. The fact that we fooled or they fooled people into thinking that sandwiches were, like, super healthy when they're just, like, loaded with carbs and yeah, all that cheese bread alone, mayonnaise and everything else. Like, <laughs> Especially geez. tuna. There's so much mayonnaise and tuna Dude. and bread, all the bread it's on. 
I thought maybe I'd have to stop eating Jersey Mike's, but I did find something that's the chicken cheesesteak for a regular size chicken cheesesteak. It's like 600 calories, which isn't bad. Like yeah, six, you just can't get the 50. chips and drink. Yeah, I didn't get chips or drink. I just got the cheesesteak. And I went there recently, and I kept thinking, you know, I can get a, I can get a regular sandwich, chips, and a drink. Or I could spend like a few dollars more and I can get a giant sandwich and save half of it for mm-hmm. tomorrow yeah. and not get chips and a drink. So that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just going to start getting a, yeah. a large and saving half and like yep. taking it to work the next yep. day. God, I love sandwiches. I love Jersey Mike's. I just love sandwiches. I'll go anywhere for a good sandwich. But yeah, Jersey Mike's is my go-to. It's the goat. It's the um, goat. <laughs> my last one, and I'm not talking about him as a person because I feel bad about what happened to him, like kind of his downfall, but Dane Cook. Uh, I never really, to me, it's a punch. Didn't he get face. fucked over by like his, by his brother. brother? He stole yeah. like fucking like ten or fifteen million dollars from him. Dane Cook for a while was like the biggest comedian. Like him and Dave Dude. Chappelle, and he was like rivaling. He was a but like, Daniel Tosh. Like, well, he never was in like no, movies. No, Dane Cook was though. Dane, Co- Dane Cook Dane crossed Cock. over. <laughs> he crossed over into like borderline leading man. Yeah, well, he was in... Uh, you know, I used to watch it all Employee the time. Employee of the Month. Yeah, with Jessica... Simpson. Simpson and then yeah. he made that, like, Good Luck Chuck with Jessica Biel. Like, he yep. was literally a yeah, leading man for like, was. Like, they really tried to and make that a thing. And then he had a fall off. He had a, he had a like, fall from grace. Yeah, I don't and know His what brother happened. fucked him over. He stole, like, 10 or 15 million dollars. That sucks, dollars. because it was, he was, like... Just think of, like, a shooting star. Yeah. You made all this money, and you're like, all right, well, at least I made X amount of money, and I'm good. And then your brother, of mm-hmm. all people. Yeah, I like him. I think he... I, like, Couple of his stand-up specials were so funny, but I can his still face. remember a few. Man, I, I guess I never really thought about his him. Face. face. All right, who's your last one? Well, I got like four that I could go with. Fuck it, I don't like this guy. I'm gonna go Elon Musk. I really fucking hate Elon Musk. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. You punch him in the face. I would punch him in the face. And then I got even when we reel off my honorable mentions because yeah. I got a lot more. Andrew Tate. He's yeah. a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. No chin. He's a disgrace to Andrews. His real name's like Emerson. He's not an Andrew. He's not an Oh. It's his middle name. Uh, Ted Cruz okay. and George Santos. My two Republicans. He's the congressman from New York that got indicted on all these like fraud charges and or a congressman. I don't know him. Oh, he's not gonna he's he was the first year and he's he's already like under all these investigations. And then just to keep it uh equal on the left and females, I got um Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein. Yeah. I got to throw a couple bitches in there and knock them out. Yeah, Feinstein just needs to fucking retire. She's like 90 she years old. Well, yeah, that too, because she's not going to she's not gonna recuse herself or leave that position until she dies. And it's like, you're doing no one any favors. Are there any women I want to punch? <laughs> what a great line. <laughs> what a great quote, quote to take out of context. Write that down for a show title. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. My wife, maybe? No. Dude, sometimes. Like, this was 1952. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So, what do we got next? That was Mount Rushmore of Punchable Faces. Trying to shorthand right. Uh, All right. We'll edit that. You want to pick your poison? Yeah. Give me a poison to pick. All right. This is the one I came up with, and I thought it was good, but the number scheme has to be different. So, all right. So, check it out. Yeah. It's like Red Dawn style invasion. Okay. Yeah. What would you rather have invade America? 10 million Chinese or 30 million aliens? Or, I'm sorry, 30 million zombies. Zombies. You'd go zombies, but just think they what? can multiply. And they're, they're slow, of course. What type oh, What type of zombies are we talking about? Oh, like Walking slow? Dead style. Okay, yeah. yeah, they zombies. gotta be. Come on. Zombies. 30 zombies. million, three to... Zombies. Okay. See, at first the number was 
40 million Chinese. But then Claire's like, that's a lot. I was like, well, it's like 10 to 1 ratio of Americans, but that's like armed military like dudes ready to go. And we're talking about yeah. like Elizabeth and Owen would count as our numbers. Zombies. 30 million zombies? Yeah. Man, and before really quick. And before I forget, and I was thinking about this when I was getting ready to come over here. How do you put on socks and shoes? Like, are you sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Are you sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I think I'm going to lose some friends here, but I feel like most of the time I go sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I know. Because I'm just sitting there, right? I put one sock on. My shoe's right there. I'm like, might as well complete the job before I move on to the next one. Shoe. I see the logic, but I got to go I know sock, that's sock, a, shoe, shoe. I know that's a hot take. And I remember I heard somebody, they were like, this fucking psycho goes sock, shoe, sock, shoe. And I'm like, <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Like, I feel like I, I do my left shoe first or my left sock, and then I put my left shoe okay. on, and then I move on to the right side. See, I'm right sock, left sock, right shoe, oh, left man. shoe. I guess we're not friends anymore. We're, like, nope. completely nope. not compatible. Oh, and then, obviously, if people don't know, uh, Andrew's left-handed. And, like, for work and those classes and stuff, I was taking a lot of notes. And I'm like, dude, I'm so glad I'm not left-handed because, oh, like, sucks. I was writing in a spiral, you know, and you've got the spiral. Yeah, that's how it was like, growing up. Dude. That's a lifetime of, like, just shit. And, and I'm went, like, okay, so what? Do they just leave that first page blank and then I'm roll it over? Out. Rip it out. There's the only way you can do it. Because if not, that thing's grinding on you. And well, then, yeah, no, you just turn the page and then flip the notebook where the oh, yeah, spiral yeah, is. Do they, do they do that? Or do they just tough it out with the spiral on their uh, arm? I would get out and have spiral marks on my hand. But then even, too, growing up, like, the desk would have... Yeah, the little yeah. thing right here for you yeah. to rest your elbow, and I'm over here dangling off the end of the table <laughs> trying to write. Yeah, it's a right hand world, man. Damn, that sucks. That's crazy. I was <laughs> thinking about that. Did you have? An, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was thinking about that when I was getting ready to come over here. I was like, I wonder what Andrew does, or what other people do. Just try to live my life one day <laughs> at a time. Right sock, left sock, right shoe, left shoe. I don't know why. That I've heard that know. topic come up because I think I think I heard it like a year ago. that could burn on Jason Garrett where they're like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely a rock uh, sock shoe, sock shoe guy." And I'm like, "Shit, is that I weird?" Know. I was like, "I think that's what I do too." Uh, well, I don't know. I, I didn't mean to expose you, but all right. Well, this isn't really a pick your poison. It's just kind of like it's almost like pick your treat. Okay. Okay. So it's a hot day, right? You just got done mowing. Yep. What are you going for? Ice cream, snow cone, or a beer? Out of those three? Out of, like, to cool off after oh, a hot day. Beer. See, I'm snow cone. <laughs> I love snow cones. Like, am I just out of the, like, I'm just coming off? Like, you could walk into your house and Lauren hand you one of these things. Oh, beer. Like, you don't have to go anywhere. You just get beer. it. See, I'm, I'm, I get something called, uh, it's the White Rose or the da- Darkwing Duck from that snow biz. Yeah. It's like coconut base. It's like, oh, wh- yeah. it's like white or coconut with cream. And then the other one, the Darkwing Duck is like coconut with grape. With and I add cream. Oh, I'm such a fucking bitch for for snow cones. <laughs> I could get like three or four snow of snow cones. cones a, a I, I like snow cones. Lauren doesn't like them, but I like them. What? Uh-uh, she's weird. That is weird. I'm telling you, she's weird. I thought you married a good one too. No, she lied to me. When we first got together, she's like, "I like dogs and footballs." Like deal. <laughs> Turns, Turns out, out soccer doesn't like doesn't like either. Of I'm them. a I'm a snow cones or what was it? What was the first thing you said? What? Something beer and football. dogs. Dogs, dogs and football. She doesn't like dogs? Are you just making a joke? No. I mean, she doesn't care. Like, she didn't, like, if we didn't have one, it wouldn't bother her. Like, me, I want to have a dog. Damn. All yeah. right. Last one. Bitches be crazy. So, be tripping. Team USA wins a World Cup, but the Cowboys never win another Super Bowl, or Cowboys win a, a Super Bowl and U.S. never wins a World Cup? Oh, man. Well, okay. So, 
So I don't know if the USA, I mean, I don't know. You're talking to me off, off the back of a really good performance that we'll talk about here. Here, uh, I want to say I, my first reaction was like, U.S. gets a World Cup because the Cowboys have five. I mean, what are the chances they're going to win another one? I mean, it doesn't look like anytime soon. Mm. But I just don't see the U.S. ever doing it in my lifetime. But we got a magic spell and we can make it happen. We can make it happen. I think I would take the U.S. Because that would be like more of a national pride. Like everyone could have enjoyed that. Yeah. I think that's honestly what I was going to pick, too, because like you said, it's like a national thing, whereas selfishly, I would want the Cowboys to win. But yeah. if we were to win a World Cup, that would like not like change history, but in the sport it would. It would be yeah. the biggest moment in yeah. in soccer's in America's soccer's history, hands yeah. down. I mean, and like the the big, the big, you know, bully who was never supposed to be good at soccer is like they've arrived. Who's that? The U.S., we're like the bullies? People think of us like in a... Are we the baddies? No, like not in a soccer context, but like we're oh, on the world stage. Like yeah, people yeah. think we're, you know, bullies. Well, or, yeah, you know. we're the world police. So we're not... Like I think people around the world, and especially Europe, like at least we have soccer. Like they'll never be good at soccer. And like if that would be cool oh, to yeah, see. they would hate us. That finally we... And again, talking about my buddy that I mentioned, um, I don't know if it was off air because we talked for like 30 minutes, but... He was talking soccer with me and um, just saying how with what we're doing now in CONCACAF, CONCACAF, how we're still limited to like our region and we don't get to play like these top dogs in Europe. So we don't get to like that experience and to play on our level and it kind of keeps us down. So when the World Cup starts, we're used to playing, I mean, decent teams, right? Like Canada and Mexico and whatever. Yeah, but it's South America. But like then we go up against like France yeah. Or Germany or like one of these, you know, Brazil, and it's like, man, they're just on another level, and it's a way to keep us down. So, the competition that is going on right now that we watched on Thursday is called the Nations League, and that was introduced probably back in 2020, and that really limited to limited the number of what they call FIFA windows or FIFA dates that are opened for international play. So you don't get the opportunity to schedule as many friendlies. Uh, exhibitions, if you will, as you used to. Now, they still happen. Um, like Mexico played um, South Korea in, in another, in, in one European team, like in in leading up to this USA game. But, yeah, um, our region isn't the best. Um, yeah. But uh, he's kind of right. I mean, not that we were taking on those teams. But it'd be nice to have, like, a friendly with them yeah. just to like you know score, uh, size them up. See where you're at. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he was saying. He's like, we don't, we just don't get that opportunity. So when we do match up against them, it's like, holy shit, these guys are just you know different. Well, and we're kind of jumping the gun here. I think. Shut the fuck up. I think a big thing um, is the level and the type of player that we're producing now. Um, if you looked out on that field on Thursday, I mean, we had players that played for Chelsea, Arsenal. Uh, Barcelona, um, I mean, just all over oh, yeah. Europe. And you're I mean, right, they like, were playing in top clubs yeah. all over Europe where my generate, like my golden generation, which was like Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey, um, they? they played, I mean, some of them like Dempsey, he played for Fulham and he played in England for a few years, but the level of player we're putting out now, and this is decades in the making, this was 
MLS playing its part, you know, then them starting academies. So you've got these kids playing in academies, highly competitive situations from the time they're 10, 12 years old coming up in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ricardo Pepe, he was a FC Dallas product. He got sold to Europe. Um, Weston McKinney, another FC Dallas product. He plays, you know, in the Premier League. He's He was playing for Juventus, you know, which is probably the biggest Italian club or one of the biggest. So I think the the type of player and the quality of player we're producing, well, we're not relying on college kids like we were in 1990 and 1994 who, you know, grew up playing club ball or rec ball and then club and then high school and then college. It, there's So we're on a good trajectory. Yes, though. yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, and you know us being Americans and and having our footprint in the world like we do, we get all these dual nationals. Like I don't know if you heard them talking about Balogun, the number twenty for us up top on Thursday, but he was a top, I think he was a top ten scorer in all of Europe, and he just wow. committed to us to play. He could have chose us or England, and he played for like the youth, some of the youth England youth teams, but we just convinced him to play for us, and that's a huge deal. Is he like mom's American? Dad's he was born. In, he was born in Brooklyn, oh, so cool. his parents are. Out of, I think he's French and maybe Senegalese or something from Senegal, and but he was born in Brooklyn, raised in England, and he plays his. his Soccer in France. He, do we pay those guys? Do we just offer more money, or because no, you, there's not not a monetary thing, but it's more of, hey, you can come play for us and play, play more. meaningful minutes, yeah. and and that's another thing. My buddy was saying he was like, you know, we it's like Pepe. He was like Pepe could have played for Mexico, but yeah. he's like they just wouldn't have played him. No. He was like he wouldn't have got the opportunity. He was like that's the that's what Mexico needs is a striker like Pepe, but they just wouldn't take him. And he mentioned a couple other guys, and they were like they'll just play. For this other country, because yeah. they'll get more, yeah. they'll get more minutes yeah, and more they time. Get the opportunity, yeah. and we have all these dual nat. They they're called dual nats or dual nationals, where they have American citizenship ships somewhere along the line. Whether them being born there <laughs> and raised somewhere else, or they have a grandfather or grandmother or something, and they get their citizen. You know, they they they're eligible to represent the U.S. So it's it's so, a bright future for sure. Real question: Since Messi's coming over, is he gonna be like a dual citizen? No, because mm-hmm. one like Thursday he for, can take the test though. <laughs> Thursday for Balogun, since he debuted in a in a competitive match, they are what is called cap tied. So if you play in a competitive match for a nation, you are tied to that nation. Bro, soccer's fucking confusing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it can I guess because it's like the biggest sport in the world, but well, there's and so you're many. Playing it, you're playing it on two fronts. So you have your international career. And you have international soccer, and then you have club soccer. Yeah. So, you know, which is um, great because it keeps the sport going all year. Yeah, like All these well, all these tournaments and, and it's, stuff. It makes it unique to any other sport. I mean, you do have it with basketball yeah. and baseball, but you not know, to this level. Not at to all. this level at all. You know, not to this level. So, it, and it's something I'm trying to. Landry's having a hard time with because he loves Messi, and he's like, "Well, Messi plays for Argentina." I was like, "Yeah, but he also plays for PSG." Or I love this guy; he plays for so and so. I'm like, "Yeah, but he also plays for." A French national team. So he, he's this is the team that. that he gets paid for, though. Like that's his yeah. The job. club pays him, and then you represent your country as an honor. Yeah, like, that's an it's an honor thing, and they do get paid. You know, they do get paid, but um, shit, it's no, paid. it's nowhere near. Golly, man, some I saw people are selling single game Inter Miami tickets for twenty grand. Shut up. The They're as high as twenty up. grand. Yeah, it's messy, man. It's. I can watch him on the goddamn television, though. Yeah, but you can't say 
I was in the stadium. Yeah, when you know what I can this. say? Check out this 2017 Honda Accord <laughs> yeah. I got for yeah. 20 grand. Yeah, yeah. No. I'd rather get a seven year old car. Than... Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying I would pay it because, but you know, guys, I mean, yeah. he went to a big market. We're talking about like guys that can afford that. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, like a couple of dads like Beach. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I saw Beckham play when he was with Galaxy, and then I saw that's uh, cool. I saw Ibrahimovic, uh, Zlatan. Oh. When he was with That's the that Galaxy. big dude, right? Yeah, with the ponytail. Yeah. That would destroy you. <laughs> yeah, so it is I, cool. I, I wish I was into soccer because I was like, I'm pretty sure I would have been a big fan of that guy if I would have saw him like in his prime. Yeah, he just... He seems like a badass. He would fuck anybody up. Except yes. for... There's a story... Where there was a, a there was an American that was playing at AC Milan same time as his. His name was... Gucci Onyewu. Yeah. Sounds like you just made that up. Nope, didn't. <laughs> Uh, but he was a center back for us. He's big, tall, just jack dude. And apparently at Intermont or AC Milan, when they were there at the same time, they fought and Gooch beat the shit out of him. Out of Zlatan. No way. Yeah, put him down. The untouchable prince went yeah. down? Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, so um, I don't even know how we got here, but oh, we were talking about the U.S. World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah, I, would, I think I'd give the U.S. a World Cup. Because that's too. something I don't think I'll ever see. I say the Cowboys won't ever win, and I'm, that's just me being bitter over the last 25 years. I think we'll get back eventually. Yeah. You, we Cowboys Hopefully. have a better chance than the World yeah. Cup, than the Much better. USA. So Much better. That's what I was thinking, too. I, and I'm not as big of a soccer fan as you, but I was like, I think that'd be dope to see the U.S. win. Like, Sunday's going to be dope, or tomorrow's going to be dope. You know, yeah, it's, I'm watching. it's Nations League bullshit, I told Claire but, I was going. I was watching the, the last game. And I don't think I told her I won, but I'm going to be like, hey, guess what? It's Father's Day, and we made it to the final, so I'm going to watch it. I yeah. mean, it's on at 7.30, and she usually tries to get the kids down by like 8.30 or 9, so by halftime. I'm about to say, it's a good time of night. By halftime, they'll probably – because I was, I was like, man, I hope it's not like at 2, because that's when I have to go to my sister's. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, by halftime, they'll be asleep. Yeah. So I'll yeah. just pull my lazy boy straight up to the television. Yeah, we're going to take Landry. There's a brewery in Fort Worth that's having, a, <laughs> like, a huge watching party, and I, I called just to make sure because I didn't want to be a fucking dude that shows up with a kid at a brewery. But most breweries are, like, family-friendly anyway. But I didn't know that time of night, you know. And But they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's, we're – yeah, bring your kid. Bring your kid. He'll serve drinks. <laughs> right? He's like, no. He's, he's the new bar bag. He's like, no, it's a, it's a family-friendly event. Kids will be here. We've got plenty of options, to like, you know, for him to drink and eat. And uh, So we're going to do that tomorrow night. So it'll be cool because he's super into soccer. So I'm loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. So, but yeah, so we're doing that tomorrow for Father's Day. That sounds like a good Father's yeah, Day. it's going to be good. Yeah, i got to go. So. i got to go somewhere. I'm not dying to go and do something that, you know, I mean, it's just hanging out, but still it's like, I like to do what I'd want to do. Right. Right. Apparently that's not an option. So <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Uh, love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> All, right, All right. What else we got? I, uh, I got a hill to die on. All right. What's your hill to die on? <clears throat> I got three of them. Okay. And I mentioned one to you and Alex. And I'll start with that. And that is Walmart better than Target. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and I'm nostalgic for that same Walmart <laughs> that I grew up in. Or it's the fact that I can go and get a new set of tires and then go and buy a rotisserie chicken for my family. And a pack and, of underwear. <laughs> and, yeah, and like everything and like a case of beer and then just like all at once and go home. I got a couple cool shirts from there that I'm not, you know, ashamed to admit. They're like $7. And when you have kids, it's like, look, like Old Navy's great and everything. We get a lot of Old Navy, but it's like they have shirts for like $3. Mm-hmm. You know, shirts and shorts for like $3 in summertime. And shoes for like twelve dollars. I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna get everything here. That 
Gravel Dead shirt I got and like the kind of the Lakers motif. Yeah, I wore that I got, today. I got that from Walmart. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I yeah. thought you had to like order that. I actually no. wore that today. Because I was going to wear it. I was like, I'm going to wear that today. And when he comes over, I'm going to be wearing it. But I was so fucking sweaty. I was like, I oh, immediately took a shower. And today's had... or this is the time of year where you sweat through shirts midday. So you have to wear a second. You have to change. Yeah. Like, this is my I second get shirt. home and I'm, I so, yeah. I was going to mention today when I got home because he's like, you know, I came home and I took a shower and I was like hot. So I laid down and then I see Owen stomping in. He immediately holds a grilled cheese and he throws it at me. And then I have a towel wrapped around my waist and he yanks the towel off. And then he gets on top of me and starts doing like a wrestle sumo move of like jumping on me. And I was like, God damn it, dude. Like I came in here to relax because I'm so hot and tired and I just got off work. And Is he getting to the point where he's, he's just a, like wrestling now? He's a maniac. Yeah, dude. He's he's going to be so much more of a handful than oh, Elizabeth yeah. was. Like we, everything you get, he's just like, he picks it up and he immediately like just starts chunking it. Yeah, or just wait, like breaking shit. I see him, like, with a cat. The other day, he picked up the cat straight by the neck and was holding it up. And I'm like, bro, Sacrifice. you are killing that kitty right now. It was a kitten. Yeah, he's just a He maniac. will be because we, uh, me and my younger sister, we both have boys. And uh, when we were with our older sister who had two girls, they get to, like, going after it. And me and Taylor are just, yeah, we're not half paying attention because we're just used to boys. And, and our other sister's like, are y'all not going to stop that? I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, yo, you couldn't have handled boys. If you think this is bad, you couldn't have handled boys. You better be glad you had girls because boys are something else, dude. Yeah, he is. You can already tell he's a something. Else. I mean, he's very sweet. Oh, yeah, they can be. And, you know, he's he's got, he's got an infatuation with, uh, with whipped cream now in the mm, can. That's fair. So anytime you want to chill out, I'll just pick him up and carry him there, and I'll open it up, and he just, like, you know. That just, like, snaps into Yeah, you. he's happy. He's not crying, and I'll just right in his mouth we'll do like yeah. three of them and then i'll say give me a kiss he'll give me a kiss and i'll put him down he'll run away happy they're, dude they're i told you about the time that landry fucking took a dump in the urinal at fucking texas roadhouse <laughs> yes i didn't I just, believe him he came back because like he's at the age and we were sitting close that enough wasn't to where, that long ago no, was it no it was like eight months ago wasn't it well wasn't it it was eight months ago <laughs> something like that it was <laughs> because well in his defense like wasn't every stall yeah, occupied yeah yeah okay it wasn't he like he just walked in table. and dropped a deuce no when he came back to the table he's like dad i had to go poop in the where you pee i was like what he's like yeah the thing where you just pee i was like shut up he's like no and uh, like, i walked in the but there's a fucking turd in the urinal and you don't get that out. That's like, nope, I'm like, you're staying there. Hey, buddy. that's an extra uh, 20% tip. Yeah, I'm, I'll just leave and, extra tip. Yeah, I'm just going to leave extra tip. I'm not getting that out. Nope. That one's staying right where it's at. Mm. That's yeah. a great story. To Boys tell. are, they're different. There's something else, dude. Yeah, I know. And he's going to, he's just going to be like, like everyone that sees him, like, oh, he's such a boy. He's just yeah. the epitome because he's just a madman. When did you cut your hair? Like six, seven months ago. So we had it last, you, you had your hair cut last time I saw you? Yeah. Okay. I still so, got that bag somewhere, bro. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got, you had a, I got yeah. a big old bag of hair somewhere because I never donated it. I was about to say you're going to donate it, right? It was like 14 inches. Oh. That's what she said. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's like, okay, I set myself up yeah, there. Yeah, let's say, if you, don't, <laughs> oh my if, you don't, God. if you don't walk through the door on that one, I mean... You, I'm walking through the door. I'm slapping the door frame with that <laughs> that 14-incher. Yeah, uh, I feel like... I, I, I think I'm going to make um, keychains out of it and give it away. I got like four locks I can give away. Nice, man. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. But back to your hill to die on. Um, yeah, I got, I got two more. Look, man, I, I, tend, I, I tend to agree with you because as a big boy, Target, for all their inclusivity that they're trying to do now, they don't have clothes for fat boys. Yeah, right. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They don't have clothes for fat boys at Walmart. I get these, those good fellow shirts, yeah. which is like yours, just like a plain tee. Yeah. This is what I like. Which I Dickies so is plain. nice. That looks like 
They got those at Walmart. Yeah, they got it at Walmart. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, they have clothes for big boys. Uh, but I will say, I look, I grew up in a double wide trailer. I grew up very white trashy, some people would say. I don't like the people at Walmart. Well, that's what that's, There's I was a, told Claire. But I was like, that's just people watching, though. Oh, and last time weird, I was dude. there, we were looking at pool supplies, and there's a guy with like fucking strapped with a nine millimeter, and I'm like, you don't get that at Target. Look at this guy; he's fucking strapped right now. This dude, it was crazy. Oh. We're looking at pool floaties, and he walks up, and he's got a what I would imagine to be a fully loaded like nine he's millimeter on his head. He's got one in the chamber, bro. <laughs> he's got one in the chamber. He's ready to fucking go. <laughs> he's waiting for somebody to slip up. Uh, but I was I had Landry with me, and I was picking up medication or something and there was a dude he looked like fucking Iggy Pop he had a fucking crop top on <laughs> short short on, let's dude, go. I, dude I swear to god short shorts with fucking like biker like spandex like slider shorts uh, down to his knees but had had Daisy Dukes on he had like fucking <laughs> you ugly, sure this wasn't Iggy Pop cuz that's who exactly who you're describing right ugly now boots like the mid calf length like ugg boots uh and a fucking long like long hair like and then he had like a pink sequined fucking hairband and Landry's like is that a girl I'm like first we can't say that second I don't know <laughs> I don't come here, I don't know buddy just come here stay by me but That's, yeah it's just like and you don't get that kind of entertainment you don't you don't get soccer moms which not bad I mean you, you never get, you, you never some... feel unsafe in Target That's true Shit but, can pop off at a Walmart. Yeah. But I also just said, like, it's the same one I've been going to since, like, the 90s. Like, I remember buying Nintendo 64 games from at there. The, so y'all went to the Waxachi one? Yeah, because growing up in Red Oak, there was nothing. See, no. We'd have to come in town. We'd go to the Lancaster one. Well, that, that came later, though. Because I passed by it the other day. I was like, dude, it's been, like, fucking 20 years. Since. See, in Lancaster, we'd go to Kmart. That was yeah. on the other side of the highway. That's yeah. the one we went to because Walmart wasn't there. For a long time, it was the Kmart, yeah. and then the Kmart shut down, and Walmart came. Fucking Kmart, bro. Yeah, there's like seventy of them left in the country. No shit, I yeah. thought they were all gone. No, there's there's a handful left. Dude, I would road trip and eat nothing but Burger King until we reached the Kmart. <laughs> Kmart. <laughs> like, what a trip! Just that's, on the gang, going out, dude. That's when uh, that's where I used to get my cards growing up. My football cards. That's everything was on layaway too. Dude. My mom would let me go pick stuff out for layaway, dude. And back then, I didn't have money, and you could find all the cards you want all the time. Now that I have money, not money, but I could spend, you know, for cards, can't find cards anywhere. There was a card shop in Lancaster off of yeah. um, Pleasant, Run. Off Pleasant Run that mm-hmm. we'd always go to yep. on like a I little strip. That. That's I where I, that. I could show you cards I have now that I know. I, I was like a Mark McGuire, a Greg Maddox, and an A-Rod card that I like. Those are my babies. I still have cards that I know I got at that show. Oh, and a Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. like that just shows I the era. No, but I know for yeah, I know for a fact. Yep. And it was it wasn't like I bought a pack. No, it was in a they had that glass case. Yeah, and, and you, you got them in like, the, you got them in the sleeve and the yeah, card in a little sleeve. Yeah, and it, they would just mm-hmm. line them up, and I'd be like that one yep. and that one. Yep. And I'd get two. You know, they'd be like ten bucks each. Yep. And shit, I still remember to this day. I have them because I, I redid my. I like sorted through everything and. Resleeve some stuff and put stuff in sleeves I didn't mean to, and I pulled my old stuff out. I've got like an Eddie George. I've got like four Ricky Williams rookies from like '99, whenever, yes. whenever that was '99. Yeah, I think it was '99. Yeah, somewhere in there. But yeah, I've, it's funny you mentioned that because I've all I just put my eyes on those the other day. Yeah, that I can I know for yeah, a fact know, that's yeah, where I got too. them from. Yep. All right, two more. <clears throat> I'm gonna save this weird one for last. So the next one is uh that Nikola Jokic is the best player. Basketball player in the world right now, hands down. It's hard to no argument. He had like a fifty point triple double. It's hard to he argue was, that he was the first player. So in this playoffs just ended 
I wonder how Kendrick per- Perkins feels about that. <sighs> Kendrick Perkins is a fucking turd. <laughs> like he's the epitome of a human turd. Oh, I found I found another one. Like punchable face. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. You want that little cannon toy? Uh, I'm just—it's just nervous energy, dude. I've had just, that since I was a kid, but um, yeah. But he was the first guy to average in the playoffs, or not average, but to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists for the, every player in the NBA or every player in the in, in the playoffs. He had more than anybody, and it's hard not to root for him. Like all he wants to do is go to Serbia and ride, ride his, his horses. horses. That's yeah. all he says. And like after like the post game, they were like, "He's like, when's the when's the parade?" Yeah, I saw he's that. Like, Fuck, I just want to go home. Yeah, they're like, "It's Thursday," and he's like, "When do I get to leave?" Uh, Friday, he goes, "Oh, I got to stay." And <laughs> then and then they interviewed him like when he got when he got off or like I guess after the parade, he's like, oh, "I just want to stay in this fucking parade." Yeah, <laughs> he was oh, they had a great time. I forget who they were or who they were interviewing. I don't know. He's maybe a role player. I don't know. But they were like the reporter was like, "Hey, is it is it hit you yet?" Uh, that you're an NBA champ? He's like, man, the only thing hitting me are these Modellos. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking tanked. What a great response. Yeah, it was so good. And it's Colorado, too, so they can just smoke yeah. in public. And the NBA really doesn't test. Actually, I don't think they test at all, actually. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They wouldn't have a lead. Well, and I told Claire about this. I was like, you know, it's. I understand you want to re- test for steroids and performance enhancing, but you get no advantage from smoking weed. Like, there's no... I think you get recovery edge. advantages. Okay, but you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be a yeah, better no, dribbler or shooter. No, 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 yeah. Or you're not, in baseball, you get stronger. Yeah, no, I you're said, right. I was like, I'm pretty sure they don't test for that. I was like, I think the NFL's the only one that's real strict. Like, even baseball or hockey is kind of like, look the other way on the NFL which, should chill out on that, too. Which, I guess, I, I completely agree. It's like, hey, you tested positive for HGH or H, hormone, human... HGH. HGH or, you know, something else like that gave you advantage. Okay, last one. This is going to completely come out of left field, but I believe it. And that is that uh, Dwight Eisenhower has met and made deals with aliens. Like the 35th give, president? Yeah. Um, give me the basis. Well, so the story goes that, you know, after Truman authorized the drop of the atomic weapons, that aliens first visited him on Earth to say, like, hey, this is atomic weapons are going to destroy your planet. You need to give them up. And. He didn't. He he didn't quite make a deal with them. So then they came back with Eisenhower when he was in office, and they knew he was like I guess a general, and tried to talk to him about it. And I've just read stories and heard stories about him like not only meeting with them, but actually getting on a spaceship and coming to the deal of like that they could take so many citizens with them for the aliens can to do experiments in exchange for like weaponry and technology, and that's how we progress so quickly in the Cold War. All right, man. I might be in. I might be. It's just this. a theory, but it's like it's a theory that I believe. I think Dwight Eisenhower not only talked to, but like sat down with aliens and like came to a deal because they, they the deal was that you give up atomic weapons because of the aliens knew like what it could do. It could destroy this planet and it could affect the whole universe. And they would give him their advanced weaponry, but he wouldn't do it because it was the middle of the Cold War, and he didn't want to, you know, give up nuclear weapons when the Russians were progressing so quickly. So they made a separate deal where, like, he would get some technology, and they were able to take aliens could kidnap a certain number, not kidnap, but you know what I mean, beam them up, certain number of uh, and and test, yeah, and probe them and test them. And his only uh, caveat was that you have to bring them back safely. You could test them, but they have to come back in one piece. And I've just heard like multiple stories, and of course these are on podcast and just shit on the internet. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, it's very, dude, I fucking very, think Eisenhower met this with is very Necronomapod. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And it, like I said, it's completely out of left field. But I've been listening to books about like presidents lately too, and I might have to my next hill to die on might be that Eisenhower's my favorite president. 
look into the theory that he was in on JFK's assassination before you before you commit to that. You think Eisenhower had something to do with yeah, it? Yeah. I think he knew. I think if anybody did, it would have been Johnson, his vice president. Sorry. Yep. LBJ. Yeah, it was LBJ. Eisenhower, yep. Sorry. I thought Eisenhower was fucking chill. He was Sorry. He, he he was out yep. of there. Continue yeah, was, with your love yeah. for it was LBJ for yeah. oh I love Eisenhower Eisenhower but anyways that's um, it I know that's weird hold on about weird the aliens. Go. have you been hearing about all this shit like people disappearing in Vegas and like seeing aliens and shit and then I read I read a headline where somebody testified that the that the U S government has recovered and has in its possession a vehicle that is not that is not human that is not that is a- alien. It's a what kind of vehicle? Like a craft? Yeah, like a craft. They the the <clears throat> headline said vehicle, but I, I took that to meant like some kind of craft. Yeah, I don't picture them like driving down a road. Somebody at work today we were talking about that they saw a video on, and I'm the only one who doesn't have TikTok, but it was like in Arizona, like this cop rolled up on these people, and then as he was talking to him, like you could because they had body cam right, and you mm-hmm. could see this spacecraft like go over him, and it like landed a neighborhood. And then they call out, like, SWAT, and SWAT shows up, and they're going in the back of this neighborhood, and they open the door, like, the gate, and they immediately see, like, that's a spacecraft, and they just back out, and they're gone. But they're like, yeah, it looked real because it was on this guy's body cam. All right, so headline reads, U.S. urge to reveal UFO evidence after claim that it has intact alien vehicles. A whistleblower, former intelligence official, says government possesses intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Well, that could have gone all the way back to Roswell, and that's how they got another reason why they got so progressed in technology is because they were able to reverse engineer it. Yeah, like That's all you got to yeah. do is reverse engineer it, and you, you crack the code, and you figure out how it works. Well, you hear about Bob Lazar. Like, he's on Yeah, he's that's, on that's the, the, the guy the we were talking yeah. about on the yeah. today, and my buddy was like, Saying he's a big Bob Lazar fan, I was like, I know that guy. I know I've heard that name, and he's like a big advocate. And he's like, yep. and he was um he was pretty high up. Like yeah. he's not like some kook. Like no. he's a smart, educated. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He worked. He said he worked at like Area Fifty One. He's not tinfoil hat. Yeah, like he's like a smart guy. No, I mean aliens are fucking real. I think so. Landry asked me that the other day, and I was like, don't want to, don't want to fucking. Sit down, son. Do I want to crack this open now, or yeah, do we want to wait? I think you got to wait. I don't want to freak his him His out. little mind, yeah, it would scare the shit out of him. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to wait on that one. So, yeah, uh, aliens are real, and Dwight Eisenhower met with them. Uh, dude, I'm going to look into that. On. I'm going to have to look into that. Check it out, bro. So what else we got? <clears throat> uh, just some sports. We we're going to... Really, it's just um, I just put how the NBA and NHL season's over, and in my opinion, I think the best team in each sport won. Yeah, I think the Nuggets were the best basketball yeah. team, and unfortunately, the Golden Knights were the yeah. best hockey team. The Panthers were a good story. I was rooting for them. I was too, and it was cool that it was two eight seeds Versus from Florida. From, well, they were both from Florida yeah, too. And, yeah, and I was like, I I wanted Florida to win the uh, Panthers just because I was like, you know, fuck the Golden Knights. I feel like if you've only been a team for like less than ten years, you don't deserve it. Got to pay your you got to you got to suffer a little yeah. bit. And they really haven't. They've been they've they been were, good since they the went first to the, season. Yeah, they went to the finals in their first season. I think was that their third trip. I think so. Because inaugural season they did. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my god, what a spoiled group. But hey, good for them. Like I said, that final game was nine to three. Like they smoked. Yeah, them. they left no doubt. And nope. They they won it in five. Yep. And in game five, it was nine to three. So yeah, they were they deserved to win. They're yep. the better team. And then in basketball, I've, I've just been such a big Jokic fan that I'm just so glad to see him win it and. I just and, don't want Miami because I hate. Yeah, and that's what I told Claire. Yeah. Too. I was like, I, and I think we should ask Alex when he's on. But is that the Mavericks' biggest rival? 
at least out of state for sure. Yeah. Because I know I you so. get like San Antonio and Houston in state, but I'm like, they're not even in the same conference. We're West and they're East, but I was like, I fucking hate the Miami Heat. I hate them too. I hate Dwayne Wade and I hate the Miami Heat. And I feel yep. like they're our biggest rival just because we met them twice in the finals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, them mocking Dirk when he was sick. Yeah. I, all of it. They LeBron, were just, they the, were the he went there. Year. I love how everyone was rooting for us in that 2011 mm-hmm. because that was the first year of that super team. And LeBron did become like the villain. You know, he was, that was just peak LeBron, though. He was so good. He still is so good, but goddamn. That's crazy. The fact that we beat peak LeBron on a super team, it's like, man, we're, well, the, we're, the, we're the greatest. Well, <laughs> we're what the Dirk champions. did, he went through Durant and Westbrook, Kobe, and then LeBron and James. His and first that, and round was. Portland though yeah. that was a tough series because yeah. we were the it was the three six we're the three seed and then like you said the next was was it OKC mm-hmm. and then we swept the Lakers we dude. swept the Lakers that, that was, was Kobe such a Lakers great team. run yep yeah that was a Kobe led Lakers and they were the defending champs right mm-hmm. didn't they just come off back to back yep or maybe not back to back but one they for were, sure they were defending for sure that was a great run it's the best run of all time in the in the NBA in my opinion I I mean how many Hall of Famers how many Hall of Famers did he beat six. Five. Well, if Lillard was on that team, Portland. So yeah. that's one for Lillard. I don't know if Lamarcus Aldridge will make it because everybody makes it in the NBA, but maybe LeBron, Kobe. Well, hold on, stick with teams. So Portland, oh. you got Lillard for sure. OKC, you got Westbrook, Westbrook, Harden, and KD, and then Miami. Or no, sorry, Lakers. Kobe, Gasol. He's already in it. So that's seven. That might have been it for that team. And then when we make it to. Miami, LeBron, Wade, and maybe Bosch. Maybe Bosch makes it. Maybe potentially ten. The greatest run ever, in my in my opinion. And we're not. No, we're I'm not, not a basketball biased. guy. We're not biased. Not at all. At all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Our German saint. No, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I'd have to agree with you. I mean, I kind of fell off of both, especially hockey um, when um, when Dallas went out. But, oh, I didn't watch a single game of the final. So. Um, yeah, what else was gonna fuck? Baseball. Uh, oh, you said Rangers first place. In the first place, Texas Rangers. Oh, and even spoiler though- alert: that's what I got my dad for um, Father's Day gifts. We're going to a game a week from this Monday. Nice. Have you been to the stadium yet? Nope. It was decent price too, man. Dude, it's like they were th- okay. We know these fees are bullshit, but I think the tickets were thirty three dollars each. But it came out to like. You know, like more like 140. Because I got three. It's yeah. going to be me, my dad, and Elizabeth. Because Elizabeth's never been to a game. Nice. So this will be her first professional sports Dude, game. You're going to love it. You're going to watch baseball in July or June, like in 70 great. degrees, like God intended. Yeah. And it's a Monday night because I'm off on Tuesdays. So we can, you know, stay for the entire game if we yeah. want to. My dad might not want to, but we can stay as late as we want. So we went to Father's Day two years ago. We got in for eight dollars a piece. It's fantastic. But I mean, obviously we're in third deck, but that stadium's so nice it didn't even fucking matter. It cost me more to park than it did to get in the game. That's fantastic. Yeah, these are good seats. It's third base line, like second not second row, but like second tier. Tier, yeah. You know? But like they'll show you a picture like when you're buying it, like this mm-hmm. is what your view looks like. And I'm like, for thirty something dollars like low thirties, like this is a deal. <gasps> yeah, it's Ooh. nice. You'll like it, man. You'll like it. Um I wonder if can you buy Tickets like at the stadium to avoid all those bullshit up. fees. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's what we should do because I'm like my tickets would have been under a hundred dollars if I bought them straight up because they were thirty something each. But I ended up paying closer to like one fifty with fees and taxes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like just go to the game and buy yeah. a ticket. Yeah, no, it's 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 nice. You'll like it. I it's, doubt it's gonna sell out. I'll be like, just give me whatever you got. Right. Yeah. No, we should not on that. not on a Monday. Um, but yeah, the only other thing I got is 
um, that U.S. Mexico game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I have never seen the U.S. outplay Mexico like that ever. They smoked them, and this pendulum has been swinging back and forth. You know, starting in about '02 when we beat them in the World Cup. Um, but I think now we may be to a point to where I don't know if Mexico is ever going to be the best team in this region ever again. Wow. I mean, the way they played, it was just – we embarrassed them so bad, and we that's, we beat them down so bad that they resorted to fighting. That's what I was going to say is, like, you could tell that we beat them so bad we just, like, got under their skins. and It's like when you were – you just get, like, angry. Like, Mexico mm-hmm. was just angry and was, like, taking it out on us because yeah. they knew they were getting outplayed. I, I They played against us like we play would play against them circa 2000 – Four, five, six, where it's seven, like you're playing, somewhere you're, in there. You're playing your big brother and you can't beat them. That, but you're getting, you're trying your hardest. You're getting frustrated, so you like do a little cheap shot or something. That and the only way they were surviving that first half was just through grit. It it should have been five nothing, seven you know, seven nothing. Jeez. I've never seen it like that. And then, you know, the refereeing. You can say what you want. I I think the referee let it get to that point. Because if you don't call these little ticky-tack, yeah. if you let them get away with things, and then before you know it, it things just snowball, and then it's out of control like it got. Um, it kind of seemed like that's what he wanted to, was to to not let it blow. It's like they'll do that in other sports too, mm-hmm. like especially like baseball. If they start getting chippy, it's yeah. like you just got to quell it like right now. Basketball too. You know, if they don't call those little bullshit fouls early, you know, people get pissed off, and then it'll snowball. Um, I've that, never seen anything like that. I'm, and then, you know, the four red cards, uh, that was just wild to me. And so, because I'm not very soccer, soccer, like, suave, but so I got a red, say I get a red card. I'm out of this game, and I'm suspended for the mm-hmm. next. So we lost Dest and McKinney for the final. Those were starters, right? Yeah, those are too important. Because if you notice, like, all. That's what, that's what it was sucking. I was like, fuck, man. Like, I feel like Mexico is trying to do that. To fuck with us in the next yeah, game. Yeah, that, that, that's totally it. I mean, it's like we're playing for a final. They're playing for a third-place game. Yeah. And th- that's the downfall of this group. They got nothing to lose at that point. This is the downfall of this group. You know, a lot of those guys were on the World Cup team. That was their first World Cup. We were the third-youngest team at the tournament. They don't have experience in big games like this to know that you're going to get baited. Yeah, that's what they're doing. You're going to yeah. get baited. And, like, that's a – and Mexico succeeded in what they wanted to do because they got under us. They forced, or they didn't force us, but you know they caused us to get red cards, and that's going to affect yeah. us in the final. Yeah. Which I think will be fine. Canada is better than people think. You know, they just they qualified for the first World Cup in thirty years, thirty four years or something. You know, in the last World Cup, they've got a good squad. Um, they've got probably one of the best left backs in all of the world football, and Alfonso Davies. They got a um, Canadian named Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso Davies. That's hard not to root for. He started right in the MLS when he, in the MLS when he was like fifteen. Wow, he's like a Freddie Adu kind of guy. Yeah, he's a freak. Now he plays for what's Bayern, he doing? He plays for Bayern Munich. Freddie Adu? No, Freddie uh. Adu. I don't know. He's, <laughs> co- he's he's coaching. Okay, that's like one he's of. The, I remember he was supposed to be like that guy. I saw him in Dallas Cup, which Dallas Cup is a kind of a world renowned like youth soccer tournament in Dallas every year. I saw him in two thousand two or three when he was here. He was like 13 years old. He was playing with the U19s. 
uh, national team. You think it was just the pressure and everything that he put was on the him? best player I've ever seen in my life at the time. No live. shit. So like, he was, so that hype was no, real. He was he was unbelievable. Wow. And he was like six, five, six years younger than than the kids he was playing against. That's what's that's probably the first like American soccer name I remember hearing was Freddie because yeah. he was like on the cover of fucking Sports Illustrated. Yeah, and he, on, he did. He and did. we were like freshmen in high school, and I'm like, who the fuck? This guy's like younger than me. He did a fucking Sierra Miss commercial with Pele. I mean, wow. you give a kid that much, you, you build him up, and he's never, never not been equal. the guy. And then you give him a contract, and you give him money, and what did you expect to happen? I mean, LeBron made it work. I was thinking the same thing. LeBron, LeBron was supposed to be that guy. LeBron was 17, not 13. Well, yeah, you're right. But I'm just saying, I remember watching LeBron's high school basketball games on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was at St. Mary, St. Vincent. And he played Oak Hill. And, same thing with Bryce Harper. Like, Bryce Harper from, like, when he was, like, 16, they were, like, the yeah. next guy. And, yeah. And he's won MVP. Sidney Crosby, like, you know. Sydney, it, yeah, it so, works. certain guys. But it's like, like you said, when you make them that guy that young, it's like, you're putting the burden of like a franchise or a country on it's them. a country. That's a this, lot. He man. was the savior of U.S. soccer, and you can't now, put all that. In a now look board. at now look how much we've progressed and learned from him in Christian Pulisic. He is the guy. I mean, he scored two goals. That's a he, handsome boy too. He goes as we go, or we go as he goes. You know, he's handling it much better than than. Then where we handle the situation much better than with him than we did with with Freddie, and then Freddie's just a really sad story, you know. Um, I think his handlers growing up didn't do him any favors by telling him he's the guy, he's best, he's never wrong. Um, but yeah, so that Mexico game, I've never seen it like that. I've never seen a Mexico team look that bad. And credit to us, we played very well. Yeah, well, I think we would have beat them. Anyway, at any point, no matter if they were in turmoil or they had all their guys or whatever, I think we would have walked them off the park. I mean, it was just an, it was a, an incredible performance, and I've never seen us demoralize a team like that. And, you know, we got more coming. The U-20s just went to the quarterfinals of the World Cup and the U-20 World Cup a few weeks ago. It's, <clears throat> it's, it's just going to get better and better. So, um, so, yeah, the only downside of that night was – in the middle of the game, and add in the craziness of the game, the cherry on top is at halftime it got announced that Greg Burhalter is being brought back as, as manager. I did see. I got a breaking news update. After everything that happened with the blackmail, the extortion, all the shit with Gio Reyna and his parents and all that shit that I told you guys about, like, you know, the, the Reynas were blackmailing uh, Burhalter and For, like, playing time, right? Yeah. You know, they released, they leaked a story about Burhalter like, assaulting his then-girlfriend, now-wife, like was, 20 years ago. And wasn't it like he kicked her in the butt or something? Yeah, he kicked her in yeah, the leg or butt. people for trying to extort the guy. And then you bring in a consulting firm, and you waste six months just to bring the guy back. Like, it's just asinine. Like, what are we doing? Are you okay with that? Because I don't know how it is for, like, a manager. <sighs> um, I don't know. Uh, I think... I, th- I think if you were going to stay, if you were going to do that, then do it six months ago. Yeah. So he can have these tournaments and this the the, the time. So was with he these not guys. there? So was he like off the job? Yeah. No, he was. There was two interim managers. Oh, see, I didn't know that. So our interim manager after Burhalter, he left and he took a club job somewhere. And then BJ Callahan was the guy who managed Thursday and going to manage tomorrow, and he was our second interim manager. 
and now now you bring Burhalter back, and I, I think the players really like Burhalter. I think I know Christian Pulisic came out and uh, and and voiced his support, you know, and and a couple other guys did. So, I mean, I I think he's he's probably the best American option if we were going to go American, and there were a few other names floated out, you know, but. Uh, it is what it is. I think he took the third youngest team in the tournament to to a to he got him out of the group, which we weren't expected to get out of, and then he got really outclassed against against the Netherlands in that knockout. St- when we got knocked out, I think he got outclassed, and then and the Netherlands coach <laughs> said as much in the press conference. He said, "I you know I expected him to make adjustments, and he didn't, and we exploited it." So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think it's a safe bet, you know, World Cup on home turf. So we'll see. I don't know, but I just I've never seen a U.S. Mexico game unfold like that. Um, and you know, the Mexican fans are Mexican fans, and not all of them. I'm not going to put it on all of them, but between oh, yeah. the chants and then the shit being thrown on the field and the assaults, wild, and the, the assaults in the stands. I mean, if you'd have given me a ticket to the game, I wouldn't have gone. Too much. <clears throat> yeah, just too much risk. I mean, people are getting the fuck shit beat out of them in the stands in the parking lot it's just no but i mean good for us we're on to the final uh it'll be you know we're without mckinney and and dest and those guys were phenomenal for us uh mckinney getting in that scrap and then he kissed the crest on his on his shirt that's already being like that's in the hall of fame of like U.S. soccer, like oh yeah, that's like gonna live gift. on forever. Yeah, like like that's, there's gonna be pictures of that. Yeah, in sports bars. Yeah, it's it's already legendary around Twitter and, and Reddit. So that's what I kept seeing all day was him kissing that. Which was yeah. it was it like a pride thing for America or was it like a fuck you to Mexico? So I thought it was like both. I think like he loving was his country that and he was just trying to fucking rile him up. He was just talking shit. <laughs> oh, which he got I him riled yeah, up. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So it'll tomorrow. Tomorrow will be fun. Sunday, because so. this won't be out. Probably, well, I guess it can be out tomorrow. <clears throat> I can put it up tonight if you want. No one's probably gonna listen to it though. No, we've lost all twelve that we had. <laughs> I think Troy's check it out. Maybe Brady. I, I gained one. Shout out Chase. I don't know if you're gonna make it this far into the episode, but probably should have shouted you out in the beginning. But <laughs> that was that your buddy from work. <clears throat> buddy from work. Yeah, yeah. I finally let somebody in on well, my. Shout out Nathan and Cisco that were asking me like when we're gonna continue oh, this. See, speaking of Cisco, shout out Cisco. Go, you told me about Ralph Barbosa whenever you were on the podcast. We were talking about comedians. Uh, whenever you were on, I don't know, that was a long time Last ago. Last year or sometime. That dude's blown up now. Like, I see Ralph Barbosa all over TikTok. He called it. Ever he since it. you, I mean, I knew Theo Vaughn from, like, Real World Road Rules, but you mentioned him as a comedian, and since then he's so blown funny, up. dude. Dude, he's, he's. Oh, yeah, he's getting big. He's everywhere. He's like, yeah. he's on everyone's shows. He's on his own show. Yeah, he's getting big. All right, what do we got left? Uh, just what are you watching and what you listening to? Oh, you want me to go? You want to go? You can go. I got Okay. I, I'm just going to read off a few that I've been watching and then listening to. We already talked about what our situation is. Yeah, so watching, um, I haven't been watching a whole lot. Um, part of the reason for the delay is work got crazy. I was having to go to work during the day, and then the company paid for a uh, some, some training, so I had to be in class from like 6 to 10 at night, so shit got wild. But I did well, rewatch the um, – uh, the series Justified. I rewatched that because they were continuing that series starting in July. With Timothy Oliphant? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it like a continuation or is it a prequel or something? Uh, no, it's a continuation. Okay. So I, I, think, like, I like him too as an actor. Uh, he, was, he was in Deadwood. 
which is a great show too on HBO. Yeah, so they're doing a continuation. I was like, oh, let me rewatch it because I loved it. And it's got um, is that Walter Scoggins? Walter Scoggins plays I'm, the <clears throat> how many uh, seasons? Six. Oh, okay. So it's not, I was thinking it was like four. No, nah, that's a good run. Yeah, it's a real good run. Um, but it's fucking great show. I love it. Uh, and it's based on Elmore Leonard's uh, short story, Fire in the Hole. Um, watching not, which which you can listen to on Libby. You can listen to on Libby, which <laughs> brings me to what I've been listening to, which is not podcast because uh, Andrew told me about Libby, and it took me a little bit to get a library card, but I finally fit, visited our fantastic library. I'll put our library. It up is a nice library. Dude. I like our anybody. library. It's a dope little library. So um, yeah, oh yeah, dude, I love it. Um, but I got my uh, my library card, and then I downloaded Libby. And I've had it a month, and I think I'm on my fifth book. That's, That's all I do, man, is just listen to books now. Mm-hmm. So most of them are, like, kind of mystery, <clears throat> like crime mystery, like, you know, I don't know how to describe them. Just guy is a, you know, works on Wall Street, and he's an ex-Marine, and people start dropping, you know, at uh, at his work. And so he, he gets sucked into the investigation, and it turns out they're trying to set him up. And, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, shit like that. sounds like you're like a James Patterson, Vince mm-hmm. Flynn, mm-hmm. like uh, Tom Clancy, mm-hmm. which I, Tom Clancy books are just so fucking long, but they're good. Yeah. But it's like, you know, 27 hours. Yeah. But, yeah, that's like right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. Anything kind of like, you know, like kind of conspiracy-ish type stuff or I mystery. I got a lot of those saved, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... And I got stuff saved. And well, you I'm, need to start sending me screenshots when you watch okay. these, when you read yeah. these books. Yeah, and I got to figure out people in other areas. Because how Libby works is you're only limited to what your library has uh, digitally available on Libby. So I'm trying to get somebody that lives in a bigger city that's got a library card. Like I the can, Library of Congress in <laughs> yeah, Washington, yeah. like the yeah. ultimate selection. Yeah, so because there's some books like I'll, I'll read about. Because, you know, TikTok will learn, like, what your interests are over a time, like an algorithm. And people talk about books. And so I'll get on their page and then scroll through their feed and, like, what books they're talking about. So every now and again, I'll get a suggestion. I'm like, oh, I wonder if Libby's got it. And, oh, fuck. It'll, a lot of times it. it'll say, like, notify me. Like, if it yeah, ever comes available. It comes I, available. I've got yeah. about 12 of those where I'm like, notify me. Yeah. All right, but that's really it for me. That's it. Dude, Libby's the shit. It's Libby free the for shit. anyone it's who free, wants to know. Bro. You just need a library card. Yeah, all, just go to your local library. All you got to do to get a library card is like take a water bill or something in mm-hmm. your name, some service utility in your name, and a driver's license. Boom, you're set up. Yeah. I love it, dude. Um, I'll go with what am I watching first. So this is something we watched like five months ago, but we know when we last recorded. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it so much. It was on HBO. It's called Mind Over Murder. It says it chronicles the bizarre... And hold on, chronicles the bizarre and psychological complex story of six individuals who were convicted of the 1985 murder of a beloved 68 year old grandmother, Helen Wilson, in Beatrice, Nebraska. Despite five of the individuals originally confessing to the crime, the Beatrice Six, as they became known, were exonerated by DNA evidence in 2009. In turn, of the events that divided the rural town and incensed the family of Helen Wilson. Uh, as the filmmakers track the case of the murder through investigations, trial exonerations, and two civil suits, shifting perspectives, perspective clouts the truth. A stranger-than-fiction tale emerges that raises the question about the reliability of confessions and memory in criminal cases. So, yeah, they can... They were convicted of this crime, even though most of them said they were never there, but some of them were convinced they were. They were, like, in prison for, like, 20 years and then got, like, exonerated by DNA... 
and then one or two of them still believe like that they were there. They can still vividly remember, even though they just weren't there. And that's what screwed over. It's like, it's like, say six of us were there, but I say I wasn't. And four of us say we weren't, but Matt was like, Oh yeah, we were all there. And we, and you confessed to it and you drug us all in. And that's just how it snowballed. It was like one or two of them were adamant. Like, no, we were there. And even to this day, there was one of them. Well, I shouldn't say to this day, because at the very end, she was finally thinking like, well, maybe it was just like, Maybe I wasn't there. But they, they were in jail for like 20, 25 years over this false confession. You better bring me my money. Uh, what was this? Oh, the Pacific, which is on HBO. Yeah. It's it, from the makers of Band of Brothers. Does that have Rami Malek in it? Yeah, it does. And yeah. it has a, what's his name? God damn it. Who's our guy? Shane. John Bernthal. Oh, Bernthal. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're both in it. Yeah. It's uh, based on the accounts of the Marines in World War II. Ten part miniseries follows the interwining journeys of three U.S. Marines in the Pacific Theater. Uh, just gives their names. Uh, from their last battle against, the Jap- against Japan, or their first battle against Japan at Guadalcanal across the sands of Iwo Jima and the horrors of somewhere else uh, to their ultimate triumph return after VJ Day. Uh, and then it just talks about who it was, you know, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. But I'm also a big fan of the um, Pacific Theater. I think that's my favorite aspect of World War II. Yep. I mm-hmm. think it's just so, like, underappreciated what those Marines did. Because when you think World War II, you immediately think, like, Nazi Germany or what was going on in Europe. Mm-hmm. But it's like there was a whole other war going on. Really, there was, like, three theaters because there was an African war. Yep. But it's, like, not enough credit and credence or whatever goes to the Pacific. But that was, like, some of the hardest fucking battles of the war. Yep. Uh, this one, it was on HBO because it's a Discovery show that merged, but it's The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. This was fucking crazy, dude. My sister told me about this. Uh, the story of Natalia Grace, assumed to be a six-year-old Ukrainian orphan with oh, some yeah. kind of disease that's a rare bone disorder. Her adoptive parents alleged yeah. Natalia was an adult who was masquerading as a child mm-hmm. with the intent to harm the family. Yep. And that has to be the basis for that movie, The Orphan. Yep. It's fucking wild because my sister posted it and she was like, you know, you think you know what the story's about or who to believe, but then, you know, it just like twists and turns. You don't know what's going on. And it really was. I was like, bro, by the end of it, I I, I just didn't know. And I was so adamant one way and then I was so adamant the other way and then I just didn't know what to believe. It was it was wild. It's like six parts. I would highly recommend. I'd have all these. Uh, this one was on H, uh, Amazon. It's the Shiny Happy People about the Duggar family. The 19 Kids and Counting. Before all that went down, Lauren used to watch that show. I said, something's off here. Yeah. This isn't what it looks like. Something's well, off. And you, then, Have boom. y'all not seen it? Yeah. No, I haven't seen Oh, y'all should that, really watch but this. I know all it's, about the, the first son. Okay, but so it starts off and you make it seem like it's going to be about Josh, the oldest son, mm-hmm. and his child porn cases. And just to say he's still in a Texas pen till like 2032. Good. But really what's crazy is the show's not, I mean, it's about that, but it's about their, their church that they went to and the, whatever sect of Christianity they followed called like IBLP, which was the Institute of basic life principles. And it was this guy, Bill Gothard that founded it and ran it. And it was like to homeschool your kids, have as many kids as you can indoctrinate them. But then it's also about like oppressing all the women and make them just like, like old fashioned, like your whole job is to just raise kids and cook and be obedient to your husband. Fuck yeah. No, dude, it's terrible. <laughs> no, and then they want to homeschool their kids and their their end game was like to homeschool all their kids, radicalize them, and then send them out to like Washington and like infiltrate like 
democratically though, right? Like that's how you get elected or that's how you change laws is you get them elected and then you make these laws. And my biggest fear is when you have like a Christian nation that votes to make these Christian laws and, and it affects me as a non-Christian. Yeah. I don't like that shit. I don't care what religion you want to practice, but when you make laws that dictate how I have to live based on your religion, that's like my biggest fear because that's what can and will probably happen is you have this big like Christian movement in politics and they get elected democratically and then they just pass all these radical laws that now affect non-Christians. Yeah. So I hated it, dude. It was a great show, but I fucking hated it because I that's something I'm just scared of. Um, I don't think I have that one right now. We saw 77 Minutes. Uh, it's about the 1984 San Diego McDonald's Massacre. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we were watching last night. That was on Amazon. And that yeah. was just so brutal because they had the actual police footage of them mm-hmm. going. Have you seen it? No, I've listened uh, to a podcast about it. I know exactly what you're talking but about, I'm, though. But you got to see that footage, man. I mean, they're just like, oh, and here we have an 11-year-old girl. And they pick up, and it's like they had an, like an eight-month-old. Eight is gone. It's just brutal because they're showing all the footage. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to watch at times. Uh, this one's on Netflix called Beef. Have you seen that? Claire and I both really like this. Stephen Yoon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's walking, the, that's the Road. Dead alum. The what? Walking Dead alum. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the road rage incident between two strangers, a failing contractor and an unfulfilled entrepreneur sparks a feud that brings out their darkest impulses. It was really good. And it's like eight episodes maybe. And they were like 30 to 40 minutes. So we were able to knock it out well, in a few people, days. People raved about that one. Yeah. It was really good. Okay. What am I listening to? Uh, I started this today. We only have three episodes out, but it's called The Set. Uh, it's, it's says, uh, it's the crack era, the most violent time in New York city's history. Mm -hmm. The NYPD is fighting a losing battle. And instead of protecting the city from drug dealers, some police officers have become them. The set is a never before told first person documentary of the biggest police corruption scandal in NYPD history and the investigation that uncovered it all. Yeah. I got the advertisement for that in my feed. Yeah. So did I, because, because I'm subscribed to gangster capitalism, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite. And then they, I thought it was a new season, but yeah, it was totally different. And then the new season of Slow Burn, it's about Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is one of the most powerful figures in America today. Nearly every issue of National Consequences has the fingerprints, has his fingerprints all over it, from voting rights to gun rights, from abortion access to affirmative action. But nothing about this journey from rural Georgia to the Supreme Court was inevitable. Uh, the eighth season of the Slate Slow Burn, Holst, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, uh, you'll hear about why he came to despise the race-based admission policies that personally benefited him, how he credited his political rise to the black self. I don't know. Something about Malcolm X and... Anyways, uh, Clarence Thomas, honorable mention, punchable face. He's a piece of shit. Um, and then, yeah, dude, Libby. Uh, I wrote down here, I've gone through 31 books in four months. So wonder, on the, we're on the same page, yeah, wonder, just like burning through like two two books a week. Yeah, I gotta basically. I gotta remember where I'm at and remember to. There's take. a way if you go down there, it'll show like what you've listened to, oh, and yeah. it doesn't even show like because there's some books that I started and didn't finish. Yeah, me too. I'm like, eh, mm. dude, I, if the narrator is off, I'm like, nah, fuck it, can't I do it. I'm I don't, the same I, I don't way. know. I don't. Narrator's maybe the book's a big good, deal. but nah, can't do it. Can't listen to that, dude. And I never thought I'd say this, but shout out. Bill O'Reilly, like yeah, I've listened to like that. four of his books because he just writes good like his his historical books, you know, based on straight like fact and nothing like, you know. Obviously, he worked. He was probably you know a Republican, which is nothing wrong with that. But he doesn't have any angles. He just likes like fact based reporting, 
And um, he just writes good historical books. I listen to books about uh, General Patton, Kennedy, um, the mob. It was called just Killing the Mob. Uh, there's one about the killing of the rising of the rising sun, which is about the Pacific Theater. Reagan. There's one about Hitler. Uh, the Old West, like sitting. Oh, the bull, the book I'm listening to now is Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, which is like an, a 14 hour description of just the terrible treatment of the Native Americans in America. That's crazy. It's so bad. We are such assholes. <clears throat> but anyways, um, yeah, man, that's all I've been listening to. I feel like oh, and we went and saw the. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, nice. I heard it was, it was really good. good. It was really good. Okay, I've talked enough. Okay. All right. You good? I'm good. All right. Take us out. Going All home. Right. That was good, man. What's the time? Uh, hour 45. That's, that's with like minimal cowboys yeah. and, and, and Big Brother talk, yeah. so get ready for like a two and a half hour marathon. Yeah, it's coming. Big Brother's coming. All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Until uh, next time. Don't say it. Don't give till it. Till next time. I'm not. Till till next time. Hey, I'm we Matt. Get some guests down here too. Oh, it's coming. And I'm Andrew. We're out. So we got the show title. Are there any women I want to punch? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs>